0: This is Dave, and I'm here with Ethan, and together we are Dave and Ethan's 2000 Inch Weird Al podcast, ridiculously self indulgent bonus episode 24 centimeter.
1: On this spoilerific bonus episode, we review the June 21st show in Bakersfield, California at the Fox Theater from Weird Al's 2022 The Unfortunate Return of the Ridiculously Self Indulgent, Ill Advised Vanity Tour.
2: It's Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch
1: Weird Al Podcast It's a podcast about Weird Al It's Dave
2: and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast Seriously,
0: the whole podcast is about Weird Al it's Dave and
2: Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast You don't have to listen, but we're glad you are
1: Dave and Ethan's
0: 2,000-inch Weird Al Podcast Well, here we are, back in New Jersey and New York, respectively oh. How you doing, Ethan?
1: Oh, I'm finally home, Dave <laughs> Oh my goodness It took you forever to get home <laughs> I I think I talked about, on one of the other episodes, my uh, getting out to California story and and how my flight got canceled and then uncanceled and all that. Well, I had uh, an even worse time getting home. Oh, no. (laughs) So I think we'll... uh, Let's just talk about this briefly, then we'll go back in time and talk about our uh, experience in Bakersfield. Um, But so, spoiler alert, we stayed in Bakersfield, and that's about a three-hour drive from LAX. So... I had a very early flight, Dave, so you, me, and Jackie, we had to get up at the crack of dawn, drive three hours, and then you guys had to drop me off, because my flight was a few hours before yours, and while I'm in line for security, um, my flight gets delayed by a couple hours, to the point where I'm going to be missing my connection, so I had to switch to a new flight with a new connection, Uh. and I had to go to a different terminal, Um, I get on that flight after it gets delayed 30 minutes... And I'm just stuck in the runway for, like, over an hour and a half. Oh, no. Uh, so, by the time I actually landed in Washington, D.C., where my connection was, uh, there were no more flights to Albany. So, I ended up staying the night in Washington, D.C., uh, <laughs> and then the next morning having to go back to the airport to fly home. Uh, so, complete nightmare, Dave, but I'm finally home, and... Uh, I understand you actually made it home with a, a couple complications, <laughs> but a bit earlier than I did. <laughs> wow, I mean remind
0: me not to fly with you on the same airplane anywhere. Wow. Every time you fly, it seems to be an old big new adventure.
1: It's I think it's only American Airlines. I think it I think that's uh, <laughs> Okay. I think Delta Airlines and United are teaming up to <laughs> win me over. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jackie and I were on a United flight. And, and yeah, we had actually a little bit of a delay before they took off. But I mean, and the, uh, we got in, I mean, we got in like an hour and a half past our, you know, our time we were supposed to land. So I mean, it was, it wasn't as bad as you did, but we did make it back the same day. <laughs> so it wasn't. But yeah, I mean, if anybody who's flying anywhere, you know, certainly, I don't know what is going on with the airlines, but they're definitely getting slammed. So, if you have yeah. the opportunity to travel early in the day, I would do that. And if you have the opportunity to to go a day early, I would do that too. If I mean,
1: yeah, especially you know, if you you've got weird Al shows to see, those are the most important yeah. things. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm Indeed. just you know, I'm just glad that it was the way home that I I missed because I would have been so bummed to miss any of those awesome shows in California.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. It was really sure. memorable.
1: Um, so I guess now that we've gotten that out of the way and, and we're explaining why we are home um, <laughs> <laughs> and why our memory may not be as strong as three in the morning after the night of the show. Um, this review may
0: actually make sense to some people. It now. may make
1: sense. It may be under four hours for once. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so we started out. Yeah, I mean, so let's go to the day of the concert. because We started out in uh, Santa Barbara, and we, uh, th- you know, I think we left. I don't remember what time we left, but we, you know, we had, uh, we knew we had to get to Bakersfield, and uh, we didn't realize when we booked the tickets how far Bakersfield was, but apparently yeah, cause it we, was.
1: We really wanted to go to uh, Lily Hirsch, the author of Rudolph right. Seriously, was having an event from 11 to 1. And we're like, yeah, we'll just, we'll wake up, we'll have breakfast, and then we'll go to that event. And then when we actually, like, plugged it into the GPS, we're like, oh, I guess we're not.
0: Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think we left until 11 o'clock, and we stopped at Denny's. And by the time we got out of Denny's, it was afternoon. And so, I mean, there was no way we were making it to Lily's event. I mean, as much as we wanted to I go know. to it. Yeah, but I it was just really bummed. I was, wish we could have gone to that. Um, Interestingly, before I comment on the the long drive up there, uh, (laughs) people kept saying to us, oh, you're going to Bakersfield? Nobody goes to Bakersfield, right? But yet, everybody seemed to have been there at some point and seemed to know a lot about Bakersfield, and it kind of reminded me, if you think back to our Strings Attached bonus episode when we were in Seattle and everyone was kind of ragging on Kent Washington. I was yeah. like, is this is <laughs> Bakersfield the sister city to Kent Washington for some reason?
1: <laughs> Must be. Well, and also, um, I know Shalimar said this, but other people were like, oh, Bakersfield, it's so hot there. Right. And I'm thinking like, it's like. 10 minutes away how is it that different how is it a different <laughs> client i don't know i i obviously have no concept of california <laughs> and i obviously didn't do my homework beforehand
0: yeah we yeah we 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 kind of we should have looked at a map or something before we decided to go to bakersfield <laughs> no but it was no i mean i'm glad we went i mean it was it was a long drive it was it was funny as i was driving uh uh, you know, I kept noticing that, you know, first we're, we're like in like a city, then we started to get a little more suburban, then we started getting a little more rural. Next thing I know, we're like climbing the side of a mountain, you know, <laughs> and like the middle of nowhere, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, Bakersfield really is like in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, really, um,
1: seriously. <laughs> and, uh,
0: and we had a little, a little interesting moment on the road too, because, uh, as we're climbing this mountain. Uh, I get, like, a low fuel warning on the rental car. And I'm like, right. uh-oh. <laughs> right. Like, we're in the middle of nowhere. like, And we're like, crap, we have it's a rental car. We have no idea how much, how much gas, what it means, low warning means. Is it like, oh, do I have 50 miles or do I have, like, five miles left, you know? Right. So, so we had a little panic moment. But uh, we were able, to, obviously, since we're, we're not stuck in the middle of a desert somewhere, we were able to, uh, to find a gas station and resolve that. So uh yeah i mean i guess we got into it was it yeah
1: Yeah. we got in with pretty much just enough time to to grab a quick dinner and then head to the show uh yeah we we had a couple minutes yeah to relax at the hotel and then
0: we went out uh yeah, we grabbed a, a dinner. I mean, it was hot in Bakersfield. It was hot. Yeah, <laughs> so I guess they're they're correct about that. I mean, I, I the little bit of the town that we saw, I didn't think it was you know anything reason to stay away from it. But you know,
1: maybe yeah. Uh, well, it was um, kind of a lot of stuff was closed at least. Um, so maybe it's like um, San Luis Obispo, where everything closes at five o'clock. But uh, <laughs> it was tough to find like a restaurant that was actually open. Um, but I don't even remember the name of the place we went, but it was, it was pretty decent. It, it was like a, it was, Mexican. it's called,
0: yeah, it was called Zama, Z, Z-A-M-A, Zama, Zima Zama, uh, Zama. But yeah, I mean, there was, it was, a it was a little bit more pricier than we would have normally eaten at, but it really wasn't a lot of options. Uh, the steak that I had was really good. The salad that I had, eh, it wasn't all that good. Mm-hmm. So,
1: but I mean, you know. Yeah, I had a poblano mac and cheese and that was actually pretty good. Um, But and, you know, I know you're not a fan, Dave, but I love uh, Brussels sprouts and I got the roasted Brussels sprouts and they're good. But the problem with Brussels sprouts is you like you taste them the rest of the night. Like I don't know. They just have like a lingering uh, quality to them. So I I probably Mm. shouldn't have gotten the Brussels sprouts, but they were good. I don't think I've ever eaten Brussels sprouts. Well, you're...
0: I must have. But I don't I, know. Because I know I don't like them. But I guess I never...
1: <laughs> Maybe I just
0: don't like them because I don't like the way they look.
1: You don't like the way they look or smell. and I mean, that's, that's pretty fair. One of the best ways I've ever had Brussels sprouts, though, is um, they roast them and then toss them in buffalo sauce with blue cheese. And that's really good. And you might like that. Um, but... Yeah, it's, it's something you either like or you hate. I don't think there's any middle ground on Brussels sprouts. <laughs> oh, before we um, get to the concert, I want to say in the last centimeter, in 23 centimeter, um, if you recall, I mentioned a guy waved to me when I was up in the, the box after the show, and then I saw him yeah. up on the stairs, and I didn't know who it was. Um, I found out who it is. Oh, It is is uh, our friend and listener, Jeff Perkins. And he's someone that, um, you know, we we've talked to on uh, Facebook and stuff a bit. And um, we were talking about something else and he's said something about like, oh, it's nice to see you in um, Santa Barbara. I was like, did I meet you? (laughs) (laughs) So that was cool. So I wanted to give him a shout out from uh, from Santa Barbara.
0: Yeah, as long as we're uh, giving shout-outs from Santa Barbara, I do want to, and I think I might have mentioned this on our Santa Barbara episode, but I do want to give a shout-out to our listener, Anthony uh, who uh, we briefly met before the concert, but we also ran into him after the concert. And uh, he had actually somehow acquired a set list and uh, gave gave the set list to me for my collection. So I wanted to give a shout out to Anthony, a big thank you for that. And I do want to mention as Anthony did mention he listened to all of our Centimeter episodes. So Anthony, if you are listening to this, uh, please send me a message at Dave at 2000inch.com. And I want to send you a little thank you gift.
1: Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Thank you so much, Anthony. It was great to meet you and your wife. Um, So let's see. I guess we had dinner and we went over to uh, Baker's Field, the Fox Theater. And um, I think right as we walked in the door, first person.
0: We should should mention that uh, a really good parking spot for the Fox Theater. Oh, yeah.
1: I forgot about that. (laughs) I mean,
0: we, we pulled up and we're like, oh, there's the theater. And I'm like, is this a parking spot? And right across the street, literally across the street from the theater, yep. there's a parking spot. So, I mean, this is not the, you know, this is not the first time this tour we've had. We've had a great parking directly across the street from the theater. But, I mean, it's certainly worthy to point that out any time we get an impressive parking spot like that.
1: Yeah, especially if you're going to have dinner before the show. Get there early, park your car, and then go get dinner. And you're you're yeah. set for after the show. Yeah, that was great. Well, so what I was saying is, as soon as we walked in the door, the first person we saw was our buddy J.W., who was well. Like- <laughs> before
0: we even before we got in the door, we actually uh, when we when we got back from dinner, we were walking uh, trying to find this line, and there I, I don't understand. There was like a line that was going down the block, and then there was like nobody going in. But as we're trying to find the end of the line, we walk past and we see our friend uh John and Anna in line. Oh yeah. And uh and so we're we like, well, they're like a couple people before the, you know, it looks like everyone should be going in. So we hopped in line with them. We we line cut, uh, pretended Sorry. they were holding our Sorry, spot everybody. for us. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> uh and then like, we got the right in.
1: if if one of our listeners saw us in line and they came up and they're like, hey, we would have let them, butt, too. So. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I,
0: I, I don't think I don't think anybody in line was even was even worried about it. But uh, yeah, so we got to we got to hang out with uh, John and Anna for a couple minutes in line, uh, and, and then we got in, so we didn't even have to wait out in the hot hot sun or the hot weather of Bakersfield. So that was really nice.
1: We didn't have to bake in Bakersfield. <laughs> there you go. Maybe that's why they. But yeah, it Bakersfield.
0: Your, maybe that's yeah, maybe uh so yeah as you mentioned as we, right as we go in we see our our really good buddy you know the host of the vip you know the probably the the guy who knows uh what's going on at any time uh, you know it's kind of running the show at least the pre-show part and the post-show part j.w Halford. so we got to to chat with him for a little bit out in the lobby and, uh, JW, incredible, a great friend of ours, a great friend of the podcast, What a, a great guy. It's always, always, always wonderful to see JW, even if we rip him from time to time on the podcast and in person, we, we, we absolutely love JW. We
1: only rib He's... people we love. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if we don't love you and we're ribbing you, then you probably don't know it. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, we went in, and it was a beautiful theater. I don't recall us having all that much time before um, the show was starting, because I I think while we were talking to J.W., he looked at his watch. He's like, I got to get backstage! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah, we really didn't have a lot. I mean, so I don't know. I I hope all those people that were waiting out, baking in Bakersfield, got in, because, I mean, we we didn't have a lot of time once we did get in.
1: But I was, like, right off the bat... Um for as warm as Bakersfield was, um, I was really hoping they had really crisp air conditioning. And they really did not. Uh, <laughs> it was like, oh, OK. So it's yeah. just slightly less horrible.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was definitely hot in that theater with all those people in there. And just, yeah, absolutely. You would think, right, If if your town is called Bakersfield and people bake in it. And everybody who talks about Bakersfield not only says, oh, no one goes to Bakersfield, but also it's really hot, that you would have air conditioning in the building.
1: Right. You'd think you'd think that would be number one priority. It's like, make and sure he... the AC is working, then make sure the lighting and sound works. <laughs> yeah.
0: So we sit down in our seat, and who is sitting directly behind us? But our line mates, John and Anna.
1: Yes. And actually, <laughs> um, I think before we actually sat down – as you and Jackie were heading to the seats, I knew that Lily Hirsch was a few rows ahead of us. So I kind of ran over to find her, waved to her, and I was like, I'll find you after Emo. She's like, okay, great. So uh, so yeah, we went in, um, John and Anna were right behind us, and then it was just a few rows ahead of us, directly ahead of us, was UH Jeff and Scott Sorensen. Right. So right. we were just like, yes. again... Uh, like we, we have been in the past just surrounded by, uh, friends and and family of the Weird Al, uh, community. So cool. Yeah.
0: It's always cool. I mean, even we knew, we knew all, everybody was going to be there, but we just had no idea that we'd be sitting so close to everybody.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's always funny because it's, it's like when you look back at December, when we bought these tickets, you know, we were probably fighting against, you know, all the people to our left and right in front and behind <laughs> us for seats. And we all just, you know, that's, that's where we all ended up. So, Yeah, right.
0: right. Everyone's on the, everyone is, you know, is on the, uh, you know, Ticketmaster or whatever it was, the the Bakersfield website. I forget where we got yeah. these that were uh, at the same time, you're hitting refresh, waiting for, you know, everything to go on sale and then grabbing the the first seats they can find. So everyone, yeah, generally happens. People, you know, end up sitting close to you. Because they're the big Weird Al fans that are doing that
1: kind of stuff. Right. <laughs> um, uh,
0: I think we were row. We were row nine or some, something like that. We were and we were dead center. Like yeah. Like I mean, the only way I could describe my seat is I was an Al side of the stage. Definitely. I mean, definitely. It was it was dead center. It was great seats. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was incredible.
1: Um, All right. So we um, we were there, and I have that seven twenty eight. JW took the stage for seven thirty. Yeah. Now.
0: I had 727 but I mean I think our we need to sync our watches yeah, but pretty sure. much the same yeah
1: <laughs> And um I have this note and I don't totally remember but I have spin off stage I think JW did his <laughs> intro then he sort of like spun himself off the stage Does that <laughs> ring a bell to you <laughs> That doesn't, but
0: that would be really cool to see. So I'll put, <laughs> I'll put that challenge out to JW. I think every time you leave the stage, you should do some sort of spin or artistic dance. I think you should do something different
1: so we can track it on our spreadsheets.
0: Ooh, that, yes, because we definitely don't track enough on our spreadsheet. <laughs> no,
1: certainly not when it comes to JW. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I have Emo taking the stage right at 7.30.
0: Yep, 7.30, and Emo steps up.
1: Yep, and he was wearing what I call the Harlequin outfit, the black and gold shiny yes. outfit, which was great.
0: Yeah, that was definitely, uh, yep, definitely, Matt, definitely uh, great to see Emo. Uh, I just have, uh, I mean, I have that he, and we don't generally track what Emo does or anything. I didn't, didn't particularly write anything if he had water or not, but I think he did, right?
1: I didn't catch anything.
0: Okay. Maybe he didn't. Um, uh, But uh, we... Maybe it evaporated. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) We got emo did your favorite joke. Yes. The pourquoi pourquoi. joke. Uh, He did my favorite. He ended on my favorite joke, the joke about uh, being on the bridge. Yes. Uh, And uh, and I did have found that I guess there was a heckler in the audience and he ended up calling him a bum.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I I just I don't get why people first of all just outside of the show and emo and everything I don't get why people heckle. Uh, it's just it's annoying, um, right? But um, also, what is the what what do you think's gonna happen? Like, emo's been a professional stand-up comedian since like 1980s. <laughs> it's like, I think he's gonna win. <laughs> if you're gonna go head to head with emo, I think he's gonna win. And uh, of course anytime we've seen a Heckler, uh Emo destroys them and it's hilarious. Right. <laughs> right. And right, even right, yeah, absolutely. And and no one's
0: there to see the Heckler. Everyone's no there to see Emo, you right. know? Right. No if if the if, if uh, the Heckler was was funnier than Emo, then he would be opening for Weird Al on the unfortunate <laughs> return
1: of ridiculously softened onto the Vise Valley <laughs> Alright, Dave, I, I'm gonna open my uh, Coke Zero, so I'll do a quick Coke okay. Zero solo. Oh, zero Solo. Ooh. Hopefully you heard that.
0: Hopefully, hopefully everyone heard that. <laughs> I think I was talking over it, so apologies. Uh, I emo had us, got us, I had the emo got a standing ovation.
1: At least we stood. Yeah, I think everyone <laughs> stood. Yeah. Um I uh, I didn't write down when he left, but I think it was like eight oh two or eight oh three.
0: Yeah, I didn't write. I actually didn't write down the ending time either because I was worried about making sure that we got out to the lobby to see Lily.
1: Yes. So we did get to see Lily. We like we first tried to like talk in the theater and that was too busy. So I was like, just meet us in the lobby. We went to the lobby and that was like way too small. <laughs> we kept like getting run over by people and stuff, but we we were able to have some semblance of a uh, uh, conversation with her, which was nice.
0: Yeah, we were able to apologize. We could couldn't make it out to her uh, her book signing event. We we're sad we missed that. Uh, Lily had a temporary fake tattoo of uh, an owl on her uh, her arm, and she had written the word weird above it. So weird owl, very cool. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she joined the club, Dave. I, yeah, the club I've yet to join.
0: She, she had, had nice, a very nice Hawaii, a Hawaiian uh, mask on. Very nice to see Yeah, that.
1: we we met um um I think her her kid and her niece and I'm not sure who we met. It was all yeah, pretty, it was, <laughs> it was pretty busy. pretty yeah, <laughs>
2: busy.
0: her family, right? two t- your younger family members were there and and uh she got we got to meet them. We got to give them stickers and uh and uh, Lily had let us know that I believe it was her son or maybe maybe both of them. Their favorite song was Albuquerque. So they were both looking forward to trying to hear that one tonight. So I guess we'll have to see if uh, Albuquerque comes up in the set list for her kids.
1: Yeah, I don't even remember. So we'll, I'll find out too. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, and, uh, and, and, uh, we got to also, uh, while we we're out in the lobby, uh, chat with, uh, Jeff and Scott too. So
1: yeah. Cool. And they got cool. to go to, uh, Lily's.
0: Yeah. I'm so jealous that they got to go to that. And I wish I had thought ahead and uh, they even sent us a text while they were there and it didn't even cross my mind, but I, I wish I would have uh, asked them to buy a, an extra book for, for me. I would have loved to have a, a book autographed by Lily. I,
1: yeah. I, I thought about that too. We'll have to email Lily and I'm sure uh, she can help us out with yeah, that.
0: But sure. <clears throat> definitely would want it, wanted to try to get it at, I mean, yeah, I, I'm hoping, I'm sure she would be willing to, to sell us an autograph book, but uh but I was hoping that uh, to, to get it at the event so I could support her at the event but oh well maybe next time next, next time, time you do a, a book a book signing will uh, in Bakersfield will be more prepared
2: all
1: right
0: well I don't think we had too much time out uh, before the show actually started I have the start time at 816
1: yeah I'm actually um, realizing that I I didn't write down my guest for your pick of the night Dave
0: Ooh, well you better do that so, before we start talking about. The, I know.
1: So I'm I'm flipping through my notes trying to see, um, <laughs> what it could have been. Um, <laughs> it's tough. It's this is this. There was no um, obvious one tonight. Sometimes there's an obvious one, like when Al plays. You know, Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> right.
0: Yeah, it's uh, a good question. I mean, it's definitely. Uh, Definitely a tough one. I'm flipping through my notes, too, to, to make sure just, I did put down a pick of the night. I'm
1: just making a guess. Um, I'll write it down. I don't know. All right. I think you'll you'd trust me. Um, this could be the first one I get wrong, because this, this one's a tough <laughs> Um But uh, I wrote it down. I folded it up. So in case you magically come visit me. <laughs> Three hours away. Um, yes. <laughs> I'll,
0: I'll trust you. Okay. I have our in, I have our intern Frank uh, to be the uh, unofficial true. judge on this one. If uh, if there's any uh, any concern <laughs> about uh, not playing fairly here. Okay.
1: All right. So I also have uh, eight sixteen, and um, I have written down that Steve came out not wearing sunglasses, but yeah. he was actually wearing just regular. Uh glasses, like with clear lenses.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely a departure from from what we've been seeing with Steve lately. Uh yeah, I was I mean, surprised. So yes, don't even like you know if you're keeping track in the spreadsheet and you pretty much oh Steve always is wearing sunglasses and you have the entire uh spreadsheet pre checked already, you're gonna have to go and uncheck yep. that Steve That's was right. wearing sunglasses. He was wearing regular glasses this That's time. Right.
1: That's right. Um, so at the end of fun zone, of course, Al joined the band and, um, Al's wearing a shirt I've seen before, but it's, it's a hard one to describe, I would say. Yeah. Um, and it's also, it didn't help that we weren't in the front row. Like when we're in the front row, it's really easy to describe his shirt, but once you're like (laughs) nine rows back, then it gets a little blurry for me. But, um, the way I described it is it's like kind of a gray shirt with green leaves or flowers. Um, and so... Since it was like kind of like um, green with gray, um, I named the shirt Lucky Pavement. (laughs) Okay. Like four leaf clovers (laughs) on the pavement. And uh, this is a fun fact. I don't know if you know this, Dave, uh, but our friend Jared Marker um, has gone back into his archive on Instagram and any shirts that I have named in a centimeter episode He has gone back and edited the post to include what my name for it is. (laughs) Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, so definitely check out, uh, what is it, Weird Al Prince? Yeah, at Weird Al Prince, P-R-I-N-T-S. And uh, if you see any that you recognize from this tour, um, you can go there and see what uh, I named it. And we'll see if I rename anything. (laughs) We'll see if I remember. (laughs) Um, (laughs) After Fun Zone? I think Al just went right into the next song. I don't have Al saying anything.
0: I I don't have Al saying anything, but I do have, I believe it was Bermuda saying something. He said, one, two, three, four, like to kick off the song. Oh, Uh, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So I believe it was Bermuda, because I believe he was uh, getting ready to to start. And uh, the song was Young, Dumb, and Ugly.
1: Yeah. And um, as we've seen in the past, um, Al, usually during the music break, Um, take some photos with his phone. So I saw him take some pictures of Steve doing his solo. Of course, he took (laughs) some of the audience. And then, as he's been doing lately, he took a picture of Steve. But while Steve was playing, he sort of posed and smiled, (laughs) which was great. I think, like, Jim is just so concentrated on, like, doing the the thing. that Al gets an action shot, but Steve, like, you know, does a goofy pose. And it's pretty great. I hope, yeah, I hope yeah. Al posts the photos he takes during those at some point. <laughs>
0: oh, that'd be a cool compi- compilation, yeah. yeah, of all the uh, all the photos. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Um, I think you got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I could. Uh, the seats. I think I mentioned this. Where we had great seats. I could see the entire band, including Bermuda. from yeah. my seat. Yeah.
1: Uh, I don't know if it was it like ever since that symbol fell in vegas <laughs> i don't know if they just put it up differently and now it's easier see bermuda or we just happen to be sitting in um seats that show him but i feel like i've been seeing him a lot better lately yeah
0: yeah i mean he might be sitting higher or something i don't know yeah hmm. i mean the symbol is definitely back it's not like the symbol's gone forever right but, uh it's, but yeah the, the the they repaired whatever the issue was with the symbol uh, I think uh, after I forget one of the shows, I think we, we ran into Hawkeye, and he said uh, that uh, the symbol had cracked or something. He cracked the symbol, and that's why they, they uh, never ended up putting mm. it back.
2: Okay. During so, the uh,
0: show, yeah. Yeah, during the show. And then, of obviously, they got a replacement symbol for the next show. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: so I have um, let's after Oh uh, I,
0: I, I just I just wanted to yeah. to give a shout out also uh from where we were sitting, uh the the great lights on uh, Young, Dumb and Ugly, uh from where certainly certainly just in general the great lights on this tour, but uh you know I, I really uh from where we we're sitting, uh the, the little lights as they're flashing around reminded me a lot of search lights. Mm. You know, like uh, and stuff. So I uh, wanted to just note that
1: yeah, it's, it's interesting. The different theaters and the different <clears throat> angles, you get to appreciate the lights differently. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's, that's one of the cool things about um, seeing multiple shows on this tour. All right. So Al said, well, hello, Bakersfield. How you doing? Um, he said, talking to Bermuda before the show, uh, their last time in Bakersfield was 1999 in a different millennium. <laughs> <laughs> And you
0: loved us so much, you wanted us back two decades later. That's
1: right. (laughs) And then he he had everyone give it up for emo. And he said, even if he didn't have those Polaroids of me with that goat, (laughs) I'd still have him on the road with me. (laughs) That goat doesn't belong to you. you. (laughs) Or that goat doesn't love you, depending on if you want to be right or wrong. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i just want to say it how i hear it that yes. goat doesn't belong to you
1: yes that's how i hear it too i'm glad we agree on that. Dave. there's not a lot we agree on <laughs> there's some contentious uh items in the weirdo universe but we at least agree that we hear that goat doesn't belong to you
0: <laughs> indeed all right, so I have this the song as "Lame Claim to Fame."
1: Yes, and this is where I noticed I could really see Bermuda well, and I also noticed, oh boy, it's so hot in this theater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I was wearing shorts and a t shirt, but oh my god, I was still like, oh yeah, I was, was. kind of dying during the show.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, it was it's no it was nowhere near as hot as it was in uh, Vienna. Virginia, no, when no. we were at the Wolf Trap, or or uh, the Forest Hills no. um, Stadium in New York, but I mean, it was uh, it was uh, on this tour. I think out of all the shows we've seen, it was certainly the hottest there. especially
1: for an indoor in. show. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah.
0: We haven't seen any outdoor, outdoor shows. No, and I
1: think, are there even any?
0: Are there even any outdoor I shows? There, are. there must be. There have
1: been. Yeah, we just okay. There's yeah, seven. I, I don't know if we're ever even seeing any on the forty or so we're seeing huh. between us um it's interesting. oh actually i think uh the one i'm seeing in indian ranch is outside oh okay that one in massachusetts
0: well hopefully it won't be 150 degrees that <laughs> hopefully day
1: hopefully it's not raining <laughs> or <laughs> not hopefully <too>. not both <laughs> yeah that's the only thing worse it's just like hot rain <laughs> uh, so um,
0: yeah so this song has uh really really pretty yellow lights and uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but it has those little spinning rectangles. They almost look like propellers going on it with the lights. Yeah, you know sort of the, like, yeah. Yeah,
1: the ones that I I, re- I always see them in uh, UHF. Um, those yeah. like long rectangles, yep.
0: Yeah, but they were kind of spinning like like propellers in this song. It was re- really cool.
1: I love, yeah, I love Lame Claim to Fame. I love, uh, you know, all the cowbell and stuff. Um, after the song, Al picks up his accordion. Um, yep. I know a recent show, it took him like 15 songs to pick up the accordion, but <laughs> <laughs> song four, he picked up the accordion. Um, and
0: uh, He told a story he hasn't really told in a, in a little while, at least on this tour. Uh, he said, I'm going to play a song called Don't Download This Song. And he, it was talked about how Bill Plimpton did a music video for this. Um, it was played a few times on MTV.
1: And he also mentioned it was available for free on his website
0: yeah um but i guess MTV didn't want them uh to name the file sharing sites uh so uh the, yeah, yeah
1: the peer to peer napster all that yeah, stuff yeah right so he said he's um we're going to play uncensored. We're going to play this dirty, filthy song for you. <laughs> That's
0: right. <laughs> so we got to hear the dirty, filthy version of Don't Download This Song.
1: After seeing Don't Download This Song in LA and having like all the audience um, holding up their um, phone lights, after yeah. I saw like just a handful of people holding it up I was like screw it I'm committing and I just the entire song I had my phone out with the uh, yep yep the uh, <laughs> it's like right I'm going to commit you know it's it's of course you know embarrassing if I'm the only person doing it but I wanted to make it okay for other people to do it if they wanted to
0: well, so. yeah, well you, you certainly weren't the only person to do it because uh, we, we were there, of course, with Jackie, my wife, and uh, she held up her cell phone. I held up my cell phone. I, I looked back and I thought I saw John and Anna holding up their cell phone as well as others behind us. Yeah. Didn't really catch on in front of us. We had a very good view you mentioned of, uh, of Scott and Jeff a couple rows in front of us. I noticed that Scott had his cell phone out and was waving it, but not UH Jeff.
1: I thought I saw Jeff do it for a little bit and then he put it away.
0: Um, mm, Jeff,
1: Jeff, come but on. I did notice a few people ahead of Jeff and Scott uh, actually had real lighters out. And unlike in <laughs> Las Vegas, where it was immediately shut down and yelled at, uh, they were allowed to do it. And uh, they were burning up the very little remaining oxygen left in the room. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) And only adding to the heat. um. I know, right? It's already hot enough.
0: You don't need to add fire to this mix. Come on,
1: people. At least the, uh, you know, the cell phone lights are LED and it's it's not emitting (laughs) any heat. Um, no, but it was fun and it, it and my arm was tired by the end of the song since I committed so hard. <laughs> that
0: was fun. It, it, was always it, fun was, it to, is fun. To, it is fun. And I, I kind of hope that, I mean, I kind of, I mean, it's definitely been on, on previous tours. We, we've definitely had the don't download this song, cell phone, you know, lighter thing going. I, I hope it kind of catches on this tour. Yeah. Uh, it's, Cause it's, it, it is always fun.
1: It's fun and it, it's gotta be so cool for the, the guys on stage.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, certainly. I mean, the, the, I, when I go, but going back to when you mentioned it in uh, Los Angeles, when I was in Los Angeles, I think I said this on the podcast. I was in the front row in the way corner of the theater. And just so pretty much I had, if I turned around, I had like a view of the entire theater. So to see the entire theater doing it from my seat was one of the most spectacular things I've seen. So, so on stage, it's got to look just as oh, amazing.
1: I, yeah. I have to imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so right after that, maybe to reward us for our, our good uh, <laughs> cell phone waving, uh, we were blessed with a drum solo.
0: That's right. Drum solo.
1: <laughs> Which was followed by John Bermuda Schwartz. What a guy. But, what a uh, guy. The what a guy was very low. I was like, John Bermuda Schwartz. What a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening for it. Well, I heard it. Heard, I, heard. I heard it. <laughs>
0: So put that in the spreadsheet. Uh, what a guy. Put another check mark next to John Bermuda Schwartz's <laughs> name. I have that John uh, did several hits of the drama on this one.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, so it wasn't just like his standard, you know, one, one hit drama. Yeah, one it was hit. a little yeah. bit. <laughs> um, and, he, and he took that right into the next song, uh, When I Was Your Age.
1: Yeah. Um, and I don't have anything written for When I Was Your Age. I think I just I like was you. sitting back <laughs> relaxing. So take it away, Dave.
0: All right. Well, I have that they are really lovely red lights for this song. And then um <laughs> all right, so this is a call back and and uh, this is this'll be makes sense for people who've seen e- who've seen Emo's uh set uh, if he's done this particular joke. But there's a line in uh when I was your age it said Dad was whoop us every night until a quarter after twelve I was wondering <laughs> if that was sort of a call back to a joke that uh, Emo says earlier in yes. his set list
1: which is one of my favorite emo jokes of course <laughs> child abuse very funny to me
0: yes Apparently. always always yes <laughs> a joke about a joke about child abuse and i'm not gonna we're not gonna say it because it's is we can't do it justice the same way that emo does but no. listen listen for that joke if you do go out on tour and see emo and uh, then if he does play um when i was your age see if you can make the same connection i yeah. just did to that line
1: <laughs> Uh, so then Al said there were, uh, just 187 days left until Christmas. And he said that Walmart is already putting (laughs) up the decorations. (laughs) Yep. And, uh, at that point I was trying to think, I was like, which one is it going to be? I always try to guess. And I did guess Christmas at Ground Zero.
2: Oh, well, yeah.
1: I was wrong. (laughs) You guessed wrong.
0: (laughs) Somehow I figured it was uh, the night Santa went crazy. Uh, I still don't know how to describe it, but it's just just I get a feeling or something that that I can generally pick the the Christmas song. Uh, I just
1: was really still jazzed up about the night before hearing the double, the rare double... nuclear bomb sound, so I was hoping... Oh, that's right. Atomic bombs, I was hoping to hear that again. So I was well, like, I, I wonder if he'll do it two nights in a row just to... <laughs> but no, he did yeah. not. He did not.
0: Yeah, I don't know. We'll have to check the spreadsheet and see if he's ever done that. It's, it feels like that uh, Christmas at Ground Zero is one of those songs, and, and maybe it's just, just me, you know, uh, just thinking about it. But it doesn't get, you know, it's one of those songs that isn't played as often as the other songs.
1: No, it's, it's definitely yeah. down there with... Um, Airline Amy is like one of the rare songs to hear on this mm-hmm. tour. One uh, of the more rare songs. I mean, <laughs> if, if you go to a couple shows in a row, you'll probably hear them all. But um, yeah, so Santa went crazy. Um,
0: yeah, so so I'm just looking at uh, at Brad's spreadsheet, and obviously this has a couple. This you know is going to change by the time people hear this episode. But I've it's he's currently got Christmas at Ground Zero down for twenty seven point nine one percent. Uh oh, wow and airline airline Amy is also twenty seven point nine one percent. So hmm. you you called it. Let me see if I can find uh I feel, Christmas like, there's, egg. I
1: feel like there's one more that's like kind of down there. Uh oh, I, I don't have this sheet uh, open. Yeah. I mean nothing's as low as Dave and Ethan's two thousand eight Weird Al <laughs> podcast theme song. Uh, <laughs> rocking the One. Uh spoiler alert, it did not get played in Bakersfield. <laughs>
0: 2.33% for Dave and Ethan's 2000s Weird Al podcast theme song.
1: Anyone listening can do the math and maybe figure out um, when we're oh, yeah. actually recording this. And, and, the, and
0: the Night Santa Went Crazy, yeah, we were correct. It, it's played more often. It's 41.86%. Of oh, wow. Okay. So, yeah. So, there definitely is a, a, a bias towards, at least at this point in the tour, towards the Night Santa Went Crazy.
1: Uh, your horoscope for today, that's the other one that is uh, pretty rare to hear. And Mr. Popeel.
0: Well, you your horoscope for today, yep, 30.23%. And Mr. Popeel also 30.23%. Well,
1: there
0: you go. Now that we've, we've reading percentages to people on the podcast. Very
1: interesting, I'm sure, as people drive to work <laughs> listening to. <laughs> um, so let's see. Uh, after that, Al, Al said, uh, you know, he's, he's very s- self-aware. And, uh, um, <laughs> of course, the two no. things uh, for Al. Right. <laughs>
0: two things people think about when they think about Al. Uh, raw, raw,
1: unbridled, uh, unbridled sexual, sexual
0: energy. energy.
1: And authentic American blues music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, of course, means we got to hear generic blues.
0: <laughs> that's right generic blues <laughs> and uh, for this one I just had a, a lighting note and uh, <laughs> it was funny I had written down in my notes uh, blue lights and then I wrote in parentheses obviously I mean generic <laughs> blues it's gotta have blue lights right I don't it's know like, if I, I I may have just made that connection at that point like oh that's why the like, lights yes, you're are blue it. for this song <laughs> as I was writing it <laughs> So yeah, so so generic blues has blue lights in it which
1: obviously, right. makes sense. Obviously. Obviously. So Al puts the accordion down and uh started telling us about um <laughs> you know, the story behind one more minute. He said yep. uh when he was writing it, he said in 84 or 85 uh when he um his girlfriend broke up with him, found, met someone new. And the reason was, he's funny. He makes me laugh. And then Al said, that's been eating at my brain for many years. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, of course, then played one more minute. And it was the uncensored version. We did hear the word tongue. Um, Because I, as as we heard the other night when he told it, the story, people, you know, cheered for tongue. So I cheered for tongue. Um, (laughs) Just because... I was excited to be getting to hear that uncensored word. (laughs) It was also during this song. I think I pointed it out to you um, uh, discreetly, like we're we're showing you, but there was this guy directly in front of me. um, I don't know if he had a big head or if just how the the seats (laughs) were. He was kind of blocking a little bit more than Mm. I would have liked. Um, But the big headed guy. Um, I I noticed that he had this really cool shirt. It was kind of, I don't know if I would count it as a Hawaiian shirt. I don't know if
0: yeah, it was yeah, it was, it was, it was kind yeah,
1: of Hawaiian, esque but maybe more yeah, professional. It, had,
0: it, was a, it was definitely a printed shirt, right? That that was like a
1: button-up had had graph
0: right graphics that were kind of all over it, like a sort of like a Hawaiian shirt, yeah.
1: But um. Yeah, he, he, uh, he, it was all having to do with Disneyland. And, yeah. um, you know, there was stuff like about Adventureland and Jungle Cruise Ride and that kind of stuff. And so as soon as I saw that, I realized that Al had the megaphone on stage. And I was oh my <laughs> yep. gosh, this guy is going to be so excited that he's going to hear Jungle Cruise. Uh, he's going to get to hear Skipper Dan, the Jungle Cruise song. So, um, as soon as that happened, I was just like, "Oh my god, I can't wait to see if the big-headed guy is not excited <laughs> about <laughs> that." Uh, so I guess we'll we'll get into that later, if um, yeah, if the song was sure. played or not.
0: Yep, uh, that guy was not blocking my view. By oh, the way, I had a great view of the stage.
1: <laughs> of course, you did, Dave. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, yeah. That, that, it was at that point that you pointed him out to me, and I hadn't noticed it. But yes, I was thinking the same thing as you pointed it out to me—the Jungle Cruise on his shirt—and noticing that the megaphone was up on stage. Eh, odds are looking pretty good for this guy. Yeah. I guess we'll find out. <laughs> it was interesting too that you noted that you said that you mentioned that, of course, I will play the uncensored version of um, "One More Minute" with with the word "tongue." And but because he also earlier in the show he played the dirty filthy version of uh, "Don't Download This Song," so maybe and, this uh, and
1: the extra gory version or the sort of gory that's version right of uh, "Night City Went Crazy." So yeah, this is so a pretty-
0: so maybe maybe we should uh, put out a, a warning for our listeners that this is probably a PG thirteen uh, <laughs> set list. If you're thinking about bringing your young child to uh, see Weird Al, you you may want to. Uh, he may want to prepare them ahead of time for uh, for what they, they're going to hear. Dirty, filthy versions and uncensored versions of Weird Al songs.
1: Well, and Al also, he says his only PG-13 song is Melanie. So we'll see if he plays that uh, on the show. <laughs> because if okay. it does, that seals the deal. Um, I think so. All right. So, <laughs> of course, at this point, um, Steve gets up and... Um, I think Jackie said what you and I were probably both thinking oh, Craigslist <laughs> <laughs> Yep. because <laughs> Steve starts to get his uh, in-ear headphones in and they bring over a stool for him uh, to join Ruben over the uh, the keyboards and yep. um, I don't even know okay. I can't read it too well yeah. but all right Something about an old German bootleg import.
0: Yeah, he's, he said this is an obscure song by the the uh, Doors. It was on a yeah German bootleg from nineteen sixty seven. Is not a commercial hit, right? Because um,
1: the public at large was not ready yeah. for a song about Craigslist, <laughs> right? <laughs> and uh, I I didn't take any notes for Craigslist, so I apologize. Ooh. Um, I just sat back and enjoyed it because it's always um, an amazing experience. I, I do yeah. recall it being quite a good one, though. So hopefully you took it notes.
0: Was, it was. I, I took a few notes, yeah. I mean, uh, I know I, everyone wants to know uh, what the coffee shop was. And uh, I have it down as Caffeine Supreme on F Street. Hmm. So Caffeine right. Supreme on F Street. Uh, I said there were 20 people behind me in line. Did you always say 20 people behind me in line? Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't know why I wrote that down. I always think he's uh, going to say 27 uh, for
1: some
0: reason, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so obviously my notes aren't going to be complete because this this is a rapid fire song with all the jokes that, that are coming out. But uh, I do have – I want to – Pluck the eyeballs from your skull <laughs> and rotate them like tires.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Okay. Yep. <laughs> um. Something about snakes popping up out of uh, the skull. Yep. The dogs. And then skull, uh, something about yeah something about candy corn. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that means.
1: Wasn't it like in the uh, like in the uh, the pocket between the seat and the steering wheel or something or the center. Very console. well. Something yeah, like it might've been.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. I really can't read my writing on this one. Uh, floating through the desert in a helium balloon filled with the, and then I didn't catch what he said Filled oh. with the something of my something. <laughs> um, I hope they release a f- compilation of all the Craigslist. <laughs> oh, that, that, would oh amazing. Amazing. that would be amazing. And then, uh, then at some point he said, look over there by the Chuck E. Cheese, there's an old <laughs> Indian crying because he dropped his fidget spinner. Yes. <laughs> Bummer for you.
1: <laughs> Man. Uh, oh. Do you have what he said at the end? I feel like it was not uh, one of the typical uh, mattress ones. Or-
0: I wish you could here to to, uh, Interpret. Oh, a secret, yeah, secret, maybe secret. Yesterday I saw a sign that said, don't even think about parking here, but I thought about it. Right. <laughs> I thought about it all day.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it.
0: Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, that, that was basically, uh, the gist of the Craigslist. Obviously, not word for word. Uh, but yes, it was, it was definitely, definitely a lot of new stuff we hadn't heard before. Yeah. Uh, some nice references to Chuck E. Cheese. The callback uh, to the
1: fidget spinner. That was in the, the first show spinner. in, um, Poughkeepsie. Yep. He mentioned the fidget spinner. Yeah. <laughs> so after Craigslist, um, Steve, uh, and, uh, Bermuda got up and left, and Al said they're (laughs) contracted uh, four to five minutes for each show to shave each other's backs.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Waka waka doo doo, yeah. He didn't say that, but but I'm throwing that in there.
1: Appropriate addition. So then they were a three-piece power trio. uh, Yeah. In case we need to get all acoustic up in this joint. (laughs) Yeah. And then, did you catch who I, the song was dedicated I, to? I
0: was just going to say, I was going <laughs> to ask you that question. Did you catch who was dedicated? He dedicated this song to to two people. Yes, uh, he dedicated it to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard.
1: Yes, and he said their first and last names. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was, of course, "You Don't Love Me Anymore." <laughs> yep. Um, there was a guy. I I'm, I don't know if we've really talked about this on the podcast. I'm sure we have. We've this is our twenty fourth centimeter. Uh, They're all, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know what is real anymore, Dave. (laughs) (laughs) I'm traveling. I'm going to D.C. and staying overnight at a hotel. I don't know what's going on. Um, But during You Don't Love Me Anymore, there's a lot of audience participation of singing the chorus. Right, um, right. Near the end of the song, there's kind of like a fake out. You don't love me. And then he like kind of pauses before he says anymore. And it's always funny to me. Everyone falls for it. And it's like, you don't love me. And then everyone on the audience goes, anymore. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then Al says anymore. But the guy like right near me um, was singing at the top of his lungs and fell for the uh, the pause. And he sang. <laughs> <laughs> the gentleman in the
0: uh, the Disneyland shirt?
1: No, but maybe. Oh, a, different, a different person. <laughs> Someone whose head probably was smaller. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, This was, maybe, this was my favorite part of the show Oh (laughs) Um, Do you have the interaction after the song written down?
0: Yeah, yeah Uh, yeah. (laughs) Might not have a word for word, but I do have the interaction He says, welcome back, man Uh, Hope your back's all shaved And then, I think it was Steve, right? Steve said, said,
1: my back's all shaved, I feel a whole lot better And then he and Bermuda (laughs) gave thumbs up to each other
0: (laughs) Yep and Al said, "I'll check that out later." And uh, Bermuda did a rim shot at this point. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then Al says, "I hate to put you uh, to work when you just got out here, um, just got back." But uh, bass solo,
0: right? And then uh, I guess Steve was kind sort of, sort of trying, still getting s- situated. Yeah, and he wasn't like
1: sitting down yet. Yeah.
0: And Al kind of took them and, and, like, I don't know if Steve tried to play something and, and nothing came out or what, but Al said, you have to turn it on first. Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and Steve then went into a, a a nice, long, and funky bass solo. Yeah, uh, it was an
0: awesome bass solo for sure. Which led
1: right into First World Problems. Yep. Yeah. There's one-
0: a small little pause, but it went right into First World Problems. Yeah. Yep, indeed, yeah.
1: Now this is one, um, I know you and I were discussing this after the show with John Katz. Um, I wish there was a recording I could listen back to because to me it sounded like um, something went wrong um, in the song. Um, Near the end of the song, I don't know if Al repeated a verse, but um, I don't know. Somehow he and the band got out of sync. And so Al was singing, but the music wasn't lined up and Bermuda was able to like sort of correct it and got everything back on track um probably not something you'd notice if you weren't a weren't paying attention or b haven't been to the show 20 times already <laughs> um but um yeah I, w- I wish I I had I wish I could share it better but um something happened and they covered for it really well um because cool. I don't think you when we talked about it you're like oh I didn't notice. Yeah, I, d- I definitely didn't notice that, and uh, yeah, I think it was John who who pointed that out. Yeah, I'm glad John agreed with me because if he hadn't, I would have just been like, I guess I'm crazy. <laughs> um, all that
0: tra- all that travels catching up to you. Oh yes, finally.
1: Oh yes, oh, it has. Um, and I just added some more, which I'm sure we'll get to at the end. <laughs> oh boy, this. Um,
0: so, so uh, if we, in case you didn't mention, the, the the song was First World Problems. And uh, there is another line in here, which I'm, I'm wondering if uh, another – is another callback to an, an emo joke. It's not a joke that emo did this particular night, but he's done it certainly in the past at shows we've been at. Uh, there is a line in First World Problems that says, I can't remember what car I drove to the mall. Mm-hmm. And um, and there's a, a joke. <laughs> there's a joke about there's a joke that Emo does about uh, about remembering what car uh, you're driving. So um,
1: maybe instead of Al doing a call back, maybe it's Emo doing a call forward.
0: It could be. We've, we'd have to see and see when each each of them wrote the songs,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Or first perform that joke or right. whatever. Yeah.
1: Uh, so then, after, first... or it could just
0: be a coincidence, but I'm pretty well, sure they they're definitely they definitely got to be a callback in there, right? Definitely, they're I
1: mean... working together on something. Absolutely. Well, so Al, I was like, well, we had a drum solo, we had a bass solo, so now it's time for harpsichord solo. Yes, and um, of course, it's a wonderful harpsichord solo from El Maestro, and um, went right into Melanie. Um, mm. Which I heard a few people I heard a few people Yell El Maestro I did too Yeah you're right I did hear that too um, And um, Yep <laughs> Well so this solidifies The PG-13 rating Of the evening so This yes. is What Al says Is his PG-13 song um, <laughs> Plus all those Other You know um, Uncensored And filthy versions Yes <laughs> Gory. Yes um, I have a so there's like toenail light, toenail clipping lights during Melanie. Yep, and yep. I I felt that they were faint at the beginning, and by the end of the song, they were bright toenail lights. <laughs> yeah,
0: this seems it seems to be that happens whenever uh, occasionally on, on you know when the toenail clipping lights they start out very faint, and I'm like, oh, they're sort of there, and then by the end of the song, they're they're there. They're, they're in your face. More important. <laughs> more importantly, if you remember from Santa Barbara. Uh, There were no toenail clipping lights, I I believe it was Santa Barbara, uh, for Melanie, Uh, but they were back. So I have in my notes that the toenail clipping lights are back, and I guess I was excited about it because I put a bunch of (laughs) exclamation points. Uh,
1: This was a song where I happened to look up and I noticed um, that the ceiling was sort of like the night sky and there were little LED lights or whatever for stars and they were actually twinkling so it was like they would go in and out um like looking at the night sky so i thought that was really mm. cool i wrote a note and showed you look at yes quote stars on ceiling <laughs> which is still in my notebook
0: <laughs> yes i'm glad you pointed that out because that was really that was really cool and i would might not have noticed it because of uh, where we we're sitting i might not have seen the the ceiling if i had not looked directly up. yeah yeah it does was cool. definitely, And I I checked cool. them out
1: a few more times throughout the evening. I was just Yeah. It I was de- really
0: yeah, nice. it's definitely it's cool. a uh, nice little touch to this this cool little theater that we were in. Uh or not cool theater, hot theater we were yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs>
1: it's hot box <laughs> um, we were in.
0: Hot box. And uh I guess we don't always have to point this out, but uh I will. Uh I did hear the meow in Melanie. Ah,
1: yes. Um so then Al picks the accordion back up, and he started telling a uh, a story. Mm-hmm. He said that... Uh, uh, yes.
0: Uh, yep. A few nights ago, Lisa Popeil came on stage. Um, she hasn't... Yeah,
1: performed that songs with them on stage yeah. since the early 80s. And he said, tonight is a special treat. Uh, <laughs> Jim and Steve will do backgrounds. Uh, um, <laughs> background vocals. Background yeah. vocals, and they sound amazingly, entirely like Lisa Popeil. <laughs> <laughs> which is not true. <laughs> They're so great. <laughs>
0: yes, indeed. Uh,
1: which, of course, led into Mr. Popeil.
0: Mr. Popeil.
1: Now, this is, uh, you know, this is something where I'm sure the people who are listening who, like, are not um, recording 24 of these <laughs> I can remember maybe you remember Dave <laughs> but was there an Ethan suggestion at one point that there should be a red light for when they say tomato or was it an Ethan observation that there's a red light when Al says the word tomato uh
0: there was a suggestion I believe I believe uh it was a. I don't know if it was pre or post Ethan suggestion theme song but <laughs> I believe there because
1: <laughs> I, I have know. had suggestions in the past uh I just couldn't remember Um, regardless of if it's something I've noticed or not, there was no red light for, uh, tomato during the song, Mm. but I did notice back on the first night in LA, um, on the 18th on, I guess, 24, 23, 22 episode 21 centimeter that there was a red (laughs) light for the tomato. So, Uh, I have no idea what's going on, Dave. I can't remember. Hopefully, I'm sure if someone's listening to this, they're typing up a, a text or a, a Facebook message to me right now to clarify. So thank you, whoever I, you are, kind soul. Um,
0: <laughs> I, I clearly remember you you making a, an Ethan suggestion to, to put a red light for tomato. Uh, so if there was, it was indeed it a, a su- red light. Was
1: it a suggestion, or was I just like, I love that detail? That's what I can't no, remember. I, I, I I remember it as a suggestion. All right. Well, so sounds like assuming uh, it was a suggestion perhaps that was taken for the LA show um and other yeah. shows and I just am <laughs> too out of touch to realize it. Um that that's
0: so, so it sounds like uh sounds like I mean I know I know that uh Weird Al has used our suggestions before of and course, so of course. uh you know Certainly, you know, fixing certain <laughs> lines in in Albuquerque and whatnot. Uh, so, so I mean, it sounds like that might be another another uh, Bef- another way that Dave be- and Ethan's two thousandth were out podcast. Well,
1: Dave, before we claim yeah. that, let's let those that person send me a message uh, <laughs> who is paying attention better than I am. All right. <laughs> So once well, we get I'll, that message uh, on a future centimeter, we will address whether or not this was a, a taken. We need a new theme song for a taken suggestion. <laughs> we don't really, but uh, it's funny. Well, well
0: maybe, we, maybe we can hear the Ethan Suggestion theme song because it, it, if, uh, I feel like it was an Ethan Suggestion.
1: See, I just I don't know. So I don't want to take credit for it just in uh, case, but we'll listen to the song just because we have I'll, t- I'll take it. credit
0: for you. Okay.
1: It's easy suggestions possibly <laughs> <laughs> I love it love that theme song thank you Zeb thank, thank you uh, we love that um, okay so now is now is actually the time of the show that you and I had been waiting for. <laughs> That's right. Uh,
0: so so I'll start it out and he's he's got a pretty standard introduction to this song uh, at least lately. Uh you know, the, he thought of the next song while he was at Disneyland and then Ethan and I immediately know that means he's going to do Skipper Dan. So we both, I think, looked at the guy in front of us uh, with with the Disneyland shirt on. I mean, I uh, didn't to really to... have a
1: choice. I was looking at the guy whether I wanted to okay. or not, just because he was blocking <laughs> my view a little bit. But uh, I was extra looking at him. And, um...
0: So I was trying to, to gauge his reaction to see if, if at any point he would, would react to the references to Disneyland or catch on what the song was. Because he – to, uh, to
1: the – to me, he was a super fan of Disney cuz he's wearing a Disney shirt. Yeah. So I, I was mean, like, oh, this right. guy's going to be excited. But I right, do right, this Dave. wasn't like, right,
0: this wasn't like a <laughs> discount shirt that he picked up, you know, off the 99 cent rack. It at, looks like you know, a really nice Walmart. shirt. This was this yeah. was yeah, like a shirt that he spent some some good quality money on, yeah, yeah for that, sure. That
1: was probably like a $100 shirt knowing Disney yeah. prices and the quality. <laughs> but anyway, right. um so I watched very closely and I am Disappointed to rep- report, I didn't really see much of a reaction out of the guy. <laughs> I didn't see, like, I don't think I saw any reaction. I don't think I saw him crack a smile. So I have two things. Um, <laughs> I saw him do a slight head nod, uh, okay, in recognition of what the song was like, not, not even like a full, like, yeah, just like a, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, um, when, when, um, when he when Al does the uh, um, look at those hippos, they're wiggling their ears. I did right. see him laugh at that. Oh, point.
0: Okay. Oh, good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and this is, I, I guess, this is uh, a, a good as point as any to to mention. Dave, D- are you aware that our friend and longtime supporter and sponsor Jackson Scoggins is a super fan? Uh, uh, they consider themselves to be a Disney adult. And they are a super fan of Skipper Dan, or, or not oh. Skipper Dan? The Jungle Cruise ride. No, oh. oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh,
0: I, so I knew that. I knew that Jackson uh, was was definitely uh, a fan of Disneyland. I mean, we have a lot of a lot of our listeners, I think, are fans right, of right. Disneyland. I know. I know. Uh, I know uh, our good friend Vicky DeVries, rhymes with cheese, who we just saw, you know, at the LA shows. She, she's a, another another big fan of Disneyland.
1: So recently, I'm talking to Jackson, and they let me know that um, listening to our podcast and, and how we relay Weird Al's uh, stories and mm-hmm. the intro to Skipper Dan, sometimes Al will mention, you know, the politically incorrect things for this ride. Well, Jackson yeah. tells me um, that as of, I think, last year, last August, I think, if I'm remembering correctly, Disney reopened the Jungle Cruise ride and took out all of the politically incorrect stuff and redid the ride. Oh. And wow. our very own Jackson Scoggins was on the very first boat... Of the brand new ride, (laughs) and there's a video on YouTube that this guy who goes around reviewing theme parks and Disney posted. And in his video, you can see Jackson, (laughs) and Jackson is (laughs) the absolute front first person. (laughs) So the fact that Jackson was willing to you know wait for 24 hours for the Hollywood star (laughs) shows that Jackson was also seemingly willing to wait for um, (laughs) (laughs) the brand new Jungle Cruise ride. ride. And if you remember, uh, I think it was last year, maybe this was in conjunction of the Jungle Cruise movie with um, uh, Dwayne the the Rock Rock Johnson. Uh, Jackson, I believe, rode on the Jungle Cruise ride either with or near Dwayne the Rock Johnson. And then there's a publicity shot of Dwayne and I think it's Emily Blunt like a couple of the people from the film and in the background you can see Jackson standing there so uh holy cow so when it comes to Jungle Cruise ride Jackson is like the ultimate super fan um so it'd be great to get them on the podcast to to I'm sure tell the story better than I have uh relaying it um but (laughs) yeah I wonder wow. if Jackson has that shirt that that guy had. <laughs> <laughs>
0: he, they very well may have the same shirt. Yes. Uh, so, so yeah, interesting. I mean, I, the last time I rode the Jungle Cruise ride was right before the star ceremony, and it was still the old, uh, the old, I guess, politically incorrect version. <laughs> right. our, our skipper was our was a uh, was a. a super fan uh skipper christine christine oh, slipson very cool uh, she, she's a she's a uh she is a skipper she is a real life skipper dan that's uh, amazing uh, so so she's so maybe uh we can uh talk to christine and get christine and jackson oh, on to talk all about uh all about great. the jungle cruise ride i would yeah, love to have so both we'll have of
1: them on and just go really deep into the lore of skipper dan and the jungle skipper cruise dan
0: ride. yeah yeah have to see if our intern Frank can get something set up. That would be great, for sure. I wonder, and I wonder if uh, it's they had to have right? Uh, skipper, uh, Skip, skipper, skipper, Christine and uh, boat. I don't know what it, boat passenger Jackson have uh, have <laughs> ever ever been on the, the same uh, the same boat together.
1: I, I'm I, I, curious, they, but I, I would. They must have. They, have must, to have, they yes. must have. Whether they knew it or not, I bet they were <laughs> on a boat together. <laughs> all right so now that we've uh, finished our diatribe on skipper dan <laughs> and uh, the unfortunate um <laughs> disappointment of disney guy ahead of me not um yes not enjoying it's... the song like we for, thought for, he would <laughs> for the
0: for the wrestling for the uh wrestling fans out there uh disney shirk i totally no sold skipper dan
1: <laughs> okay <laughs> um so, Al started talking about um, cable news propaganda, uh, Russian bots on the internet. You don't know what to tr- to trust, but all he trusts is the weekly Midnight Star. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um,
0: uh, yeah, so this one I thought... Um, I thought this. I wrote down that the song had really subtle lighting to it, but it somehow works with the song. Um, they sort of kept cycling through all the different colors. Uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, I did note. Uh, <laughs> I did note uh, that during the part where Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West uh, does his uses his ESP to play his yes. guitar. <laughs> uh, that I. That I could. I. Definitely could notice our friend UH Jeff a couple rows in front of us pumping his fists like cr- crazy nice. for, uh, for uh, the ESP guitar <laughs> solo part.
1: That is a a, a rocking part of the song. I love that. Yeah, and that the, the
0: lights uh, do
1: get a little crazier by the end of the song.
0: Overall, I thought it was a really solid performance of the the song. Yeah. Um, uh, this is in contention. I don't know if I don't know. If, if I've oh. made my decision yet, but this is oh. a contention for for Dave's uh, pick of the night, so oh. we'll put that down on the list.
1: We'll, we'll reveal. I guess list. at the end, and I'll reveal my pick yeah. at the end. My pick we'll for Dave's if... pick. Uh, <laughs> Your pick for you Dave's know, pick. You know, during Midnight Star, I um I started. I guess I was uh, letting my mind wander a bit, and I remembered something that I meant to say on the last centimeter that was back in Santa Barbara. Um, I mentioned that I got to see uh, Steve and Ian and and, uh, Ian's partner, Hannah, before the show briefly, and um, I remembered at one point that I told Steve that um, you and I would be at the uh, Minnesota shows and we're going to finally see the twine ball. And immediately Steve goes, oh, you should tie it to the back of your car and take it home. And then he paused for a <laughs> beat, and then he said, I'm only teasing. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> wow. Steve it was right on it with the, uh, the twine ball jokes. <laughs> uh, Steve J, what a guy. What a guy.
0: <laughs> right, uh, at this point, somebody in the audience yelled, I love you, Al. And uh, Al said, we love you as well. It's mutual.
1: Yep. Feeling is mutual. Uh, Yep. And then we got our Uh, uh, tried and true Weird Al dad joke of the night. (laughs) That's right. (laughs)
0: It's talked about uh, his pastiche of cake. And uh, he's told this story a couple of times, you know, basically uh, going through how he originally wanted both uh, this song and uh, on his
1: uh, third
0: album, the second album. And uh, But, you know, the record company told them, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Uh, too uh-
1: <laughs> Yes, indeed. <laughs> but of course that meant it was time for Close But No Cigar. And Dave, as we know, um, this is uh, a song that I track the number of... uh slaps. Vibra slaps. <laughs> slaps. Yeah.
0: I was counting along with you, so I want to see if your numbers okay. match my
1: number. Well, what was interesting is at the end of the song... Um, I feel a tap on my shoulder, and it was Anna Canada, and she revealed that she counted 17. I counted 17. Dave, how many did you count? I also counted 17. So I don't know what's going on. I don't know. It, it sounds like he hits it at the same time every night, but I have observed a 15, a 16, and a 17. So <laughs> I don't know if he's sneaking them oh. in, but he did. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed this. Near the end of the song... Um. You know how Al has that uh, lower mic for his instruments? Um, yes. I saw him... He mainly does it in the vocal mic, but I saw him reach down and do it in the low mic. It, yes. Near the end. I, I caught that, too. Yep. <laughs> and it wasn't as loud. <laughs> I don't think uh, the the sound team was, was ready for that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> or that, that microphone is set lower so that the, the instruments don't overpower Al's voice.
1: Yeah. Well, it's probably not up all the way while Al's not using it. Yeah. Um, so following,
0: but at least at least for this at least for this particular show, there I, I think the three of us can confirm that there were seventeen Vibra slaps.
1: At least I mean we were all on the the, the same general <laughs> section, so perhaps yeah. someone on Steve or Jim's side uh, heard it differently or saw it differently. But that's visually, at least the three of us and ver um, hierally. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the word <laughs> yeah. for that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, we can agree So, uh, very interesting okay. um, We will keep reporting On uh, Viberslap counts As as it comes up <laughs> Indeed <laughs> um, And it was already okay. Time for um, our last uh, Song of the set
0: Yep I have in the notes That somebody said Al, we love you And he said, mm, yes I don't know if that's Do you have that or, I don't. I just line. have
1: that Al hmm. uh talked about uh the new movie and how okay. it's superfluous and redundant because um he already wrote his whole life story in a song. Yeah. And
0: uh then Uh he
1: did
0: say he did say that he uh has seen a rough cut of it, uh so and it's amazing, so
1: I'm so excited to see this movie, Dave. Oh yeah, I,
0: I know this movie is going to be great, and and I cannot wait to see all the amazing cameos that are going to be in this movie. I and, know uh, if, there's, if there's any special guests or any special people that you know we might recognize that show up in the
1: movie, that would be so pretty. That cool. That would be really pretty stinking majestic. Yeah, indeed. And the same way that we um, are recording a bonus episode every time we we see a show. I wonder if we yeah. will record a bonus episode every time we watch the movie. Cause you know, we're going to watch it multiple times. <laughs> wow. If, if you think,
0: um, you think, tw- if you think 24 centimeters is a lot, uh, <laughs> wait till you see how many times we watch this movie. We'll be like, this is Dave and he, David and Henry's 2000 inch. Well, unfortunately weird. this one
1: was an Ethan only where I watched it, but we're going to have Dave join in and you can ask me questions about my viewing day. <laughs> <laughs> we we
0: might hit two thousand inches or two thousand centimeters yeah. before we hit two thousand inches <laughs> That's true. if if we That's did really
1: that true. yeah and
0: Alex- I, I cannot i cannot yeah i cannot <laughs> wait for this movie it's it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing i mean the trailer's amazing and just just you know just the buzz about the movie you know the Definitely, you know, seeing, you know, people like Daniel Radcliffe and Evan Rachel Wood on talk shows talking about it is, is, is incredible. I cannot wait for yeah. this movie oh, for so, so many reasons.
1: So many reasons. It's going to be great. It's going to be hilarious. Um, So, of course, Albuquerque. Hey, how's it going? Yep. Uh, that was uh, the song that uh, uh, Lily's, um, I believe, son was really interested to hear, right?
0: Yes. Yes. So, very oh, we do have we do have a uh apologize if anyone picks us up but we do have a a special guest who has joined us temporarily, my cat AJ. She's crying in the background. So if if you hear cats meowing, it's not it's not a leftover track from Melanie. It is uh <laughs> indeed my 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 cat AJ. She's All right. Uh, coming a, up to say hello. That's
1: aloud. Hello AJ. Even though she can't <laughs> hear me. Um in spirit. hopefully she hears me. Um so Albuquerque, I the first thing I've written down is the donuts. Do you have anything before that?
0: Uh oh, another callback to something that was earlier in the uh, the show, and it was not from the emo set this time. It was a callback to uh, shave your back for a nickel. Yeah. If you remember, Steve and Bermuda uh, went off stage to shave their back
1: for four or five minutes. Five for four or five beans minutes associated I mean, with nickels. Uh. Yeah,
0: and. and and right and uh, you know, I would say, you know, a good four or five minute shave, if you can get a good four or five minute shave on your back and it's only gonna cost you a nickel, that is quite a good deal.
1: Yeah, it is a good deal.
0: So Thanks
1: call back to uh
0: yeah. yeah. call back to something earlier in the show. So a lot of callbacks this uh this PG thirteen set list uh had. <laughs> Are, we All
1: right. about, um, Are we ready to talk about I we're
0: ready to talk about the donuts?
1: So um
0: Oh wait, there was the, there was the uh, before the donuts. I mean, he this is a standard of the sh- in the show at this point, but the, he did apologize about the hermaphrodite, and uh, did use did use a Jackie's suggestion Restaurant. from uh, from the uh, <laughs> from the very first uh, centimeter episode that we talked about, where we actually were talking about a concert,
1: <laughs> Poughkeepsie. Um. So he went through a lot of the standard um donuts. But then when he got to the point where he normally says Marionberry, the um yep. the DC's crack mayor, uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> who is uh no longer with us, uh passed away in uh twenty fourteen. Um hmm. he instead said Dingleberry.
0: <laughs> Which Yes, the first time I've heard him say Dingleberry. That
1: made me laugh Quite a bit. Um, yes, it did. <laughs> I was not expecting that. And I am ashamed that I did not Ethan suggest Dingleberry <laughs> because that is absolutely hilarious. Dingleberry donuts. Um, well, fo- <laughs> well, it's inter- Yeah. <laughs> following Dingle, then he just went right into Holly, Chuck, and then Bearclaw. Uh, yeah. Giving us a total of 25. So still right,
0: So still 25 donuts, but this is interesting. Uh, that obviously, you know, you mentioned that one of the donuts was swapped out. Mary and Barry was swapped out for Dingleberry. So that is if if he were to include Mary and Barry and Dingleberry in the same in the same uh, song, that would bring the total donuts up to twenty-six.
1: And then he only one more. It would be such more- a great Easter egg if Al said twenty seven different donut flavors.
0: And, and I think I've got – this is a Dave suggestion, and I'm sure you're going to sign on sign on to it. So I, you might as well play I know, it.
1: I know what you're going to say. Uh, so I'm going to play it. Uh, I'm going to play – I'm going to have Frank play the song.
0: Deep okay.
1: Dave edition.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is an obvious, obvious donut that I'm surprised that we haven't thought of and Al hasn't thought about. It is a reference to the great Dr. Demento. The smogberry donut Ugh. underneath the smogberry trees. Yes. How could how could he not include smogberry? So there's a Dave suggestion Shame signed, on you, co-signed Al. by Ethan. That would bring including Mary and, Barry and Dingleberry. That would bring the total of donuts up to 27. 27 of course is a huge huge Easter egg for Weird Al fans. And if
1: we want to get rid of Marionberry, because it's kind of an outdated obscure reference, <laughs> we could include one one of the other Ethan suggestions of Crunchberry or Blueberry. Right. Uh, I think both of those would get a laugh as well. Uh,
0: indeed. So we've given Al more than twenty-seven suggest. Well, we haven't given him twenty-seven suggestions. We've given him more than enough suggestions to bring him to that twenty-seven. Those are, those are good uh,
1: suggestions. We also gave him bad suggestions, but these are good <laughs> ones. <did>. <laughs> that. Um, you know, they're at least be- they're better
0: than the bad ones.
1: <laughs>
0: um, but I would, ho- I would hope <laughs> at some point we do, get, we do get a smog berry. And what an opportunity that time uh, that Dr. Demento was in the audience. I know! to throw in a smog berry uh, in, in Los Angeles the, a couple episodes ago. Oh, but anyway, uh, so there, there's a Ethan suggestion co-signed by – or a Dave suggestion co-signed by Ethan. Yes. Uh, for a smog berry to make it in the list of donuts. And uh, there's also another another Dave suggestion, which I know you're not going to sign on to, but uh, how about a Red Rump goody donut?
1: <laughs> well, uh, it's just, it doesn't flow, but uh, <laughs> I would like to hear Red Rump goody elsewhere, but maybe not. Oh, I God. feel like Red Rump goody, as we've said, would be great in Albuquerque, uh, mm-hmm. replacing... Ah, what happened, there, whoa Frank? Frank, what's going on, man? Um, I don't know what Frank's doing. Uh, he's paying attention. Um,
0: <laughs> he, maybe he's uh I, I he's uh, best... smoke, smoking too many dingleberries or or <laughs> berries <incense>. or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I think the best place that Al could put a red rum Goody... Is either in the intro to Dare to Be Stupid, or in the phone mm. call Craigslist outside <laughs> of uh, replacing constipated wiener dog for scientific accuracy. <laughs> uh, I would be I would be happy to hear it
0: anywhere in the set list at any time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, the pet names are... and and
0: be be extremely surprised if I did hear.
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasantly, extremely surprised. Pleasant, yes. Um, so we got, for the pet name, Sweetie Pumpkin Honey Muffin. And then I have Sugar Poopsie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, Sugar Poopsie. That's, I think that's the wow. first time
1: I've heard Sugar Poopsie. Um, <laughs>
0: that's the first time I've heard Sugar Poopsie. At least the first time I remember hearing it.
1: Um, so... Uh, I oh have-
0: wait, AJ, AJ is now crawling into my... Uh, Into my studio here. (laughs) I'm going to have to... You
1: can't... You can't...
0: I have to get AJ our own podcasting equipment. All right.
1: We need an an AJ theme song. It's (laughs) AJ's meowing. Um, So I have that Al said existential quandary um, tonight. So he said the uh, original lyric and didn't say existential crisis. Um, And then I have something that I don't know if you heard... Um, I don't know if I heard it correctly, uh, but it's at the end of the song. Do you have anything else before the end of the song?
0: Yes, I do. All right, so in Albuquerque, you know how uh, there's the part in the song where Al points to the Grammy Award-winning Jim Kimo West for the guitar solo. Uh, Well, during – while he's doing this, there's a a sort of – like uh, this fog and smoke effect going on, yeah, um, from behind Jim Kimo West. Well, uh, it reminds me of if you if you've ever seen. I, I know we watched the uh, Eat It music video because uh, um, as of time we're recording this, Al had released uh, some some footage, you know, uh, an early take of the Eat It music video. So you and I. Uh, went back and we watched the, uh, the original Eat It music video. And uh, you know, in, in the, the song, it's a little hard to see in the music video, but uh, the, Jim Kimo West is playing guitar solo in there and all of a sudden he explodes and there's all this smoke <laughs> and stuff behind him. Well, it sort of, because that was fresh in my mind, I was thinking, oh, I hope Jim doesn't explode. <laughs> <laughs> that would really suck. But spoiler alert, Jim did not explode. Spoiler um, alert, yes. So, uh, but it, it was definitely uh, that moment of seeing the smoke and fog rise behind Jim as he was as Al pointed to him to do the guitar solo, reminded me a lot of the uh, Eat It music video. <laughs> I love
1: that. I'm gonna have to think of that when I, I so see so him call do
0: that. so. There's another call back to uh, 1984. You know, the Eat It music video. Now, pretty sure that's I'm pretty sure that's what Al was going. The lighting and the fogging. You know, crew was going for with that one.
1: So I'm not sure if this is what was actually said, um, but when Al sort of introduces the band at the end, um, I heard him say not John Bermuda Schwartz. I heard him say General Bermuda Schwartz. (laughs) Oh. So I don't know. I
0: heard heard him say, I heard definitely heard him say John Bermuda Schwartz. Okay. Uh. But um, maybe the guy's
1: head I, in front of me distorted it. Maybe. <laughs> but that's
0: kind of funny. General Bermuda Schwartz. <laughs>
1: yeah, I like that. Like he's uh, that's cool. in the army or something.
0: Huh. Huh. He, he's already got a nickname Bermuda, but we can give him another nickname, General.
1: <laughs> General John Bermuda Schwartz.
0: I do have one more thing I want to talk about uh, in Albuquerque. Uh the part where, you know, uh, Al, he loses his train of thought and he's, oh, we're going to have to start the song over again. Um, well, he, he kind of was, he's telling Steve to stop. You know, he's kind of told Jim to stop. And I was looking at Ruben at this point and Ruben just threw up his hands in the air like, <laughs> God, out of disgust. <laughs> oh,
1: that's great.
0: So it was really funny. But yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, uh, I did not hear anything unusual about his introduction to uh, John Bermuda Schwartz. I did not hear General Bermuda Schwartz, <laughs> but that would be pretty cool.
1: It's not an Ethan suggestion, by the way. I just, I, that's what I thought. Uh, he said. Um, so then we got our um, our onstage um, uh, false uh, lead into the encore. And uh, I saw Steve laying down. Bermuda was cleaning uh Jim was on his phone uh and I I have that Steve was jumping around. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not sure what he was Pot. doing.
0: <laughs> Sounds like something Steve would do.
1: But um Al finally yeah. came back uh to do an encore and uh he wanted to do it by request, so he had everyone yell at once. <laughs> yep. And uh I
0: have uh Oh, geez, I can't read my writing, but something about the nineteen song is nineteen seventies rock station edited version. Is that making any sense to you?
1: I have something uh, nineteen seventy rock staple, maybe
0: staple, maybe staple,
1: and edited version. But this
0: yes, this be the edited version of this song. I, uh, so anyway, the song is "All Right Now" by the band Free, F R E E. Um, and this is not the first time that Al has played this song on this tour. It was the first time that you and I have heard it. Uh, it was previously played in Erie, Pennsylvania on May 15th. So this is another, uh, another song. Uh, I know we, we caught a few of them on this tour already uh, where we, we, we were at both performances of the, <laughs> uh, the cover song. This was one where it was, uh, it was performed twice uh, however, we were only at the second performance of ah, it. Okay. I know the other ones uh, being, uh, you know, A Natural Woman, You Make Me Feel Like a Natural Woman by Aretha Franklin. Uh, and I think the other one, what was the other one we saw? Dua Diddy. Oh, Dua Diddy, yes.
1: It looks like um, there are a couple Bye. others that have been repeated that we did not see either of them. And that's right. It's mm. the End of the World as We Know It and Rebel Yell. Um, mm. We have not seen. But well, we have seen the other ones, yes. We've well, s- so
0: far, so far, there's only, uh, there's only been, there's never, there hasn't been a cover song performed three times as of the recording of this. So well, we've managed to, <laughs> well, we've managed to catch uh, three of the, uh, of the five or so <laughs> that have been, uh, <laughs> that have been multiple-played.
1: Well, uh, but yes,
0: All Right Now by the band Free.
1: <clears throat> do we know what he meant by edited version? Or are we just uh, too far on the uh, Weird Al side of things to know?
0: I I, I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing maybe our intern Frank can do a little research while uh, we continue talking about the set list. But I'm guessing maybe the All Right Now is a long song or it could be... A, a song that has uh, spicy language? I don't know.
1: Yeah, it looks like there was um, maybe a, an edited version that was a little bit shorter, a couple minutes shorter. Okay. This is what Frank is, is letting me know. Huh? Al, after that, he said, well, Jim's trying to um, find his acoustic guitar. It's time for <laughs> drum solo reprise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay, yeah, so there was a – right, intern Frank says there was a, a single version of the song, which is 4 minutes and 14 seconds, but the album version is 5 minutes 31 seconds. So that must mean – he must mean the single version by edited.
1: Excellent, Frank. Anyway. I'm glad Frank let both of us know <laughs> slightly different information. Um, <laughs> after the drum solo reprise with a couple hits, uh, Al did say, what a guy –
0: yeah, what a guy. Is that the second time that uh second he said for General second Bermuda, Bermuda what a guy. I wonder <laughs> I wonder if that is I wonder if that is the uh se- the the first time that that uh, a band member has gotten two what a guys in the same show.
1: Well, we'll have to check the spreadsheet, I'm sure once uh <laughs> <laughs> once oh, whoever's heard. doing our spreadsheet finishes it. <laughs>
0: I forgot to mention uh, about Albuquerque that uh, I previously mentioned that uh, Midnight Star was in contention for Dave's Pick of the Night. Well, Albuquerque was also in contention for Dave's Pick of the Night.
1: All right. Well, just one more song before um, the end of the show. Re- and, and you can reveal, unless you want to reveal yep. now.
0: <clears throat> no, no, no. We'll wait till the end of this, okay. the show.
1: Well, the final um, song was, as expected, the unplugged medley. <laughs> Featuring yep. Amish Paradise, Smells Like Nirvana, White and Nerdy, Word Crimes, Yoda and Yoda Chant, and <laughs> I, you know, it was a, a great one. Um, I, the only note I have to say is something that you told me, so um, I'll see if you say oh. it, and if you don't, I'll remind you.
0: <laughs> uh, I have zero notes for this, so I gonna say i don't know what i told you
1: well you told me after the show when we were um disgusting disney shirt guy that um <laughs> yeah. during the uh the haunted mansion part
0: oh right okay it's coming back to me now i, right, I, uh... I didn't
1: notice this so I, I would love for you to tell what you told me which i think the guy I... reacted at that part
0: you have to remind me
1: i believe at the haunted mansion part of um that song, uh, I I guess like, okay. So, so I don't know what he did. I didn't see it. (laughs) So,
0: uh, yeah. So I guess, uh, I guess, uh, obvious, I I guess for people who don't know, uh, one of the, uh, one of the many bits in the Yoda chant is, uh, is, you know, uh, the grinning grinning,
1: ghosts.
0: Yeah. Grim, grim, grinning, yeah. Grim grinning ghosts, which is, uh, is uh the uh, um Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland. Uh I didn't catch if the guy had a Haunted Mansion logo on his t-shirt or not. There but, may uh, have been.
1: <laughs> there was a lot of just Disney logos there.
0: Yeah. But uh but uh t- yes, th- this uh the Disney guy who had zero reaction or very little reaction to uh, hearing Skipper Dan did react uh, <laughs> to hearing uh, grinning ghosts in the uh, in the Yoda chant. So at least at least he got his Disney moment uh, it took, took till the very last song. But uh, he did get his Disney moment, uh, so it was worth it, I guess, uh, to wear that T-shirt and, and, and get the reaction <laughs> at the most unexpected time. Uh, you would think an entire song about about a Disneyland ride might uh, give him a reaction, but instead, it was a tiny little, uh, I don't know, <laughs> snippet, 10-second clip in a, in a Yoda chant that uh, set this gentleman <laughs> off
1: maybe that's the only reason he went to the show. He was just, <laughs> <laughs> he likes that little 10 second snippet. And, uh, that, that part was his pick of the night. Um, indeed, uh, after unplugged medley, um, Al said thank you. Bakersfield. Love you all. Good night. And I have 10 Oh nine as the show ending. Yep. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, so now that we, and, uh, and, and,
0: okay. and, uh, <laughs> I've been noticing this and uh, I've been noticing um somebody in the band usually Jim or Steve will, will post uh something which I assume this is uh this is what they're posting at the after the show uh that uh Jim Kimo West uh, walked across the the stage uh, holding up his cell phone and was appeared to be taking a video or pictures of the audience yeah, as he was leaving stage.
1: Yeah I have seen both Jim and Steve on their uh, pages yeah. post pictures of the audience so
0: so I, I, I don't I don't know if they posted one from Bakersfield or not, but uh, but certainly uh, Jim took either a video or a picture from, from the stage. Yeah,
1: that's so cool. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dave. ten oh nine. I've got, uh, so I've got right. a uh, folded piece of paper in my hand for. Dave's okay. Well, I had, I
0: had I had, I uh, had two two choices. Uh, uh, one being the first being Midnight Star. Because, uh, I definitely liked the, uh, the ESP, uh, reaction of our friend UH, uh when Jim Kimo West was playing the ESP guitar. <laughs> I certainly liked, uh, liked seeing how excited our friend, uh, UH Jeff got about it, pumping the fists in the air, uh, the other one that that was in contention was Albuquerque, just because obviously Albuquerque's a, an amazing song. Uh, it's got so many great uh, moments. It had a couple of cool moments. Uh, the, the the one that stands out for me being the addition uh, of the Dingleberry Donuts, uh, and before, uh, of before course, before you B-
1: reveal, Dave, uh, just give me one second.
0: Okay. okay. So, and also the fact now that you can reveal, uh, anytime. Okay, and also the fact that uh, that. Um, Lily's uh, son wanted to hear Ding. Uh, wanted to hear uh, Albuquerque. I'm
1: sure he likes uh, the Dingleberry part too, though.
0: <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, that, that was a funny it's, I mean any any time that you know the, the lyrics get you know switched up you know from show to show it is definitely a, a cool moment for me. Uh so I have the, the tough choice. It was really a tough choice this time so uh I think I'm going I'm ready to reveal it. So uh, intern Frank let's hear that theme song and then I'll reveal my uh, pick. Dave's pick of the night. Dave's pick of the night is the song that features the word dingleberry
1: yes! Albuquerque <laughs> Dave. I sent you a text message. I know you have do not disturb on look at your text message. I sent you a picture of my unfolded piece of paper, um, but I will tell you what it says. Uh, I wrote Albuquerque down. Uh, I chose that because I figured the addition of dingleberry <laughs> was enough to have you. <laughs> choose that. I don't know how I've, I've, I had a perfect record. I know we've said this before. This is not like us just doing podcast magic. This is legitimately me guessing correctly all these times. <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, it says Albuquerque. Although it does, I can read your writing because I've seen I've seen it enough. It's a little sloppy. It looks like it says tri- triangle L B U G U E R <laughs> Q E. So I'm assuming that's supposed really to pens. say Albuquerque, yes. yeah. <laughs> but it's really Triangle L Bug Verk. <laughs> so,
1: yes, I just, I'll give I you credit for then, that one because I, I knew it was just me reading it, but. Um...
0: I'll give you credit okay. for that one. It's very good. I think you're, what, five for five at this point?
1: At least five for five. Yeah, I don't remember Yeah,
0: incredible, started, but, yeah.
1: Um, wow, I was really I, nervous because this was a hard one. You even said this you, was, you I didn't know, so. This was a hard one. Oh, very good. Wow. Thank you. Keeping the streak alive. No, it, it just, each time it makes me more nervous for the next one. About getting <laughs> it right. Can you have a Dave's pick of the night for an Ethan only show? Is that, How does that work? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I don't know. We have to. We have to figure that one out soon, though, because there is something that we will have to talk about yes, shortly. Yeah, there's going
1: to be some yeah. Ethan onlys coming up. Um, uh,
0: so, <laughs> so uh, this was our
1: after the show. Um, we did have VIP uh that night. Yeah. which was great. Um, but before the whole VIP thing, Dave, you and I were going to go. We both were just like, oh, let's go hit the bathroom. So. <laughs> we went out kind of as people were clearing out and you you had to wait in line a little bit because it was like a one seater so you go in and while you're in like everyone else clears out and I'm just sort of waiting and I see Marnie there so I'm like kind of having a conversation with Marnie and then JW pops out and he's like, Ethan, what are you doing? Go sit down. I'm like, I'm waiting for the bathroom. He's like, it doesn't look <laughs> like it. <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> like, hold my crotch and dance around? Like, <laughs> I don't know what JW expects it is supposed to look like when you have to go to the bathroom, but uh...
0: <laughs> that's funny. Um,
1: after going to the bathroom, I was able to. Uh... <laughs> Come back in. And when I came in, you know, everyone is (laughs) is seated in the back of the auditorium, you know, lined up to do the uh, the uh, pictures and the the signing for Al. Right. And um, as soon as I walk in, what does JW have everyone say? Like they, everyone points at me and goes late or something.
0: Yeah, the, the, we had to. Sh- he, Jw told us that the next person who walks in the door late, we have to shame them. And you were that, uh, you were that person. So, so we, we got to.
1: I, well, I, I poked my head in the door and I heard heard something going on, and you guys started. So then I left and I went in a different door, and then you guys right. still shamed me.
0: We still got you. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, yeah, so it was something along the lines of "boo the boo this man yeah. or boo this person," and and uh, we definitely, the entire VIP experience definitely took uh, advantage of that. This is a fun little group uh, back there. JW JW is, is again amazing guy, and he always uh, he's very entertaining, and and I think he this is this job. is like. Yeah, like he's very good at you know not only you know giving all the rules but also making it fun for everybody. Oh yeah, you know, you're and laughing sort of, during yeah. it. And, uh, yeah, yeah. We and,
1: were uh, there with um, with uh, Jeff and, and Scott and John and Jackie. Yep. And, and Jackie, of course, but um, and yeah. John and Anna as well. Yep. And um,
0: yeah. So uh, pretty pretty much pretty much uh, our whole little group that was sitting near us. <laughs>
1: but we we um were waiting for, you know, of course we we don't always plan ahead and we're like oh crap what should we do for a photo <laughs> and so you know this is like uh we've had a, a number of photos at this point i was like dave we should do one together and then then it became like well what do we do with al the two of us so right um because it's photoshop anyway i mean normally what happens is al's on one side the group of people or the single person is on the other and then they photoshop them closer so it doesn't look like mm-hmm. there's a gap but we figured like what if we just put a gap between us and then we have the 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 photoshop put al between us so it looks like you mm. know al's in the middle of us so um when, when it was our turn we explained that and um they're like sure yeah <laughs> and it worked <laughs> yeah so a little
0: context so a little context uh, you know for for uh the, i think the last t- maybe the last time we we did a picture together certainly the one that we we seem to post the most and share the most is uh from uh the strings attached tour really? uh, we had vi yeah phil in philadelphia we had a, a you know the picture uh we got uh, myself and, and you and and Al in the middle of us and we're doing our hand signals. And it's, it's, you know, it's, it's a great picture, but you know, it's a little outdated. It was taken in 2019. Right. This is now 2022. Yeah. Uh, you know, so, so uh, we were like, well, we, we, we really should, should try to get an updated picture. Uh, this was a perfect opportunity, you know? Uh, so yeah, we, we were trying, we decided to do this. And fortunately, you know, the, uh, the person who's taking the the pictures, I believe he's also the same person who does the Photoshop. Uh, was uh, we explained our idea to him, and he's like, "Yeah, I can do that, no problem." <laughs> so, uh, so it was kind of funny. We're, we're getting set up, and Al's and, and Al kind of. Uh, <clears throat>
1: Yeah, I was like what yeah,
0: should I, was, I do? I was, yeah, I was like what should I do, you know, cuz he's he's kind of looking like I don't know what to do and I'm just like well, you're going to be in the middle of yeah. of us two. I was like, and just be you're sprash. pretty much <laughs> just, yeah, just do it just yeah, just do whatever you want. You're just going to be in the middle of us, us doing it. okay. So we can't see we can't see what Al's doing because we're looking at the camera and, and doing our our signature hand poses and uh, and Al's on the other side of of a plastic, you know, uh, sheet, you know, a plastic uh, thing. So and we can't see him so we're like take the picture and the guy's like i take second one and i don't know which one they ended up using because we really didn't change our position no. i don't know if al changed his but uh i said okay i got it and we <laughs> we left and we had no idea what what if anything that al did for this picture until we saw it later
1: and if you are uh, a member of our facebook group group.2000inch.com <laughs> Um, It is now our cover photo, so you can see it. Um, There's Dave with a very happy face and his great hand signal. Me with a happy face with my hand signal. And then squished between us is Al giving me the dirtiest of looks.
0: Um, Oh, it is is the most... When I saw that picture the first time... Oh, my. I cracked up laughing. It's it so was great. perfect. It was so great. I'll tell you, they did an excellent, excellent job photoshopping. It looks like Al is standing between the two of us and, I and think there was no.
1: we're the first people to come up with the idea of having Al. I, I,
0: believe so. I believe so. I believe. I don't remember. I mean, I haven't looked at every single picture up there and, on the, the the. But based, the based on how they but, reacted but, yes. when we
1: said it, it didn't sound like it's something they'd done before. Right.
0: But yeah, it was certainly and it came out epic. It was it was is it was <laughs> a amazing picture. Al's look on his face is, is impossible to describe. It is so <laughs> go it is it. so hilarious. You have to see group2000 inchcom If you're for some
1: reason not in the group, just join it because it's so much fun. Like we have just such, we have such a great community of, of listeners and weird Al fans. I just always like have a blast <laughs> looking through what people post in there. And Dave you and I will post stuff and um there's it's great it's like it's so much fun uh, uh, it's such a great community I, uh, yeah oh yeah and also looking Definitely. at the photo and, right uh, now i realized that al does not have green flowers on his shirt at all they're blue so <laughs> my shirt my shirt name lucky pavement doesn't make much sense but it's set in stone so <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah they, they are sort of blue uh <laughs> but oh yeah the wow. gosh is I'm looking at it again this picture is amazing. So yes definitely. <laughs> The look of joy on my face and your face, and then the look of disgust and, and horror on Al's face, it, it just makes this picture amazing. It's a great picture. I'm so happy. I'm so happy with this picture. I love it. Uh,
1: but this wasn't it. I mean, there's actually... Oh, no. Um,
0: right. So right. So after the picture, you know, we, we take our picture, you go back, you sit down, and then uh, you come out and you do, uh, you know... You, well, before you get your, before we
1: actually um, did the second one, we had a couple oh, that's of right. uh, fun interactions... Um, a, uh, a friend and listener of ours Who we'd never met in person before Eve was there And um, mm-hmm. she is the one Who, if you remember It might have been a year or A couple years ago She drew like a um, a really <laughs> Weird pin-up drawing of Al Shirtless Wearing like a toga Do you remember that?
0: Uh, yeah, I sort of remember that Yeah. So
1: she is the one who drew that And she's, all, oh, she's, okay, a, cool. she's a great artist She's done weird mm-hmm. Al art And she is a big big in the Weird Al fan community. She's also really big in the um, uh, Invader Zim fan community and is, uh, I think, knows Johnny O'Hearn. Oh, cool. So um, it was really cool to see her. Um, And uh, so we got a picture with her. We gave her some some, uh, 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 stickers. Stickers, Thank you. And um, I did see later that um, the photographer um, had taken a picture of Al meeting her to um get the um autograph on the poster and she, i uh-huh. guess she had um handed al that drawing she did and so there's a picture of al taking a picture of the drawing of him <laughs> like buff and shirtless and like oh, <laughs> barely <wow>. close <laughs> it's so funny i think al loved it um and then uh you know she was excited to see that posted and shared so Uh, really cool cool to, to get to meet her, uh, and see Eve. She goes by on Instagram, Fresno nightcrawler 27. Um, so like I saw her and I'm like, I know who she is. I've corresponded with her. I've talked to her. I could not remember her name. I could only remember it as Fresno nightcrawler 27 (laughs) later. I was like, Oh, it's Eve. Okay. Um, so it was good to see her. And then we're also, before we even took the picture, Anna Canada wanted to hold up a sign that said, I'm with stupid. Uh, So I gave her a piece of paper and my Sharpie and she wrote a sign. I'm with stupid, but we didn't know which side Al was going to be on. So she was debating, like, do I make a sign with a left arrow and another sign with a right arrow? Or do I finish the arrow? Like while we're waiting in line, once I see, and um, this woman in the row behind us is like, just put both and cover the one with your thumb that you're not going to use.
0: So, we're like
1: we're like wow that's a great idea
0: like you you just you're like the smartest person we know right now that was amazing <laughs> uh
2: so it was
1: we we uh talked to that woman i don't remember her name uh, but she was asking us a lot of questions and learned about the podcast so hopefully she um is listening right now and messages us and tells us her name so we can properly uh, <laughs> shout her out but she was very nice and she was there with uh, i believe the- her husband or, or boyfriend and
0: by by far one of the smartest people in Bakersfield yes. ever. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant suggestion. Uh, uh, so yeah, so uh, are we ready to move on to our poster signing experiences? Yes, and
1: I, you know my experience, so we'll save mine for the end. Oh, well, <laughs> well,
0: yours was the end. Yours was the end, okay. so we can save that. Oh, I was, yeah, okay, uh, was the last person. You were, you were the. La- I think you were the last, if not the next to last person to go. uh, but uh yeah, so uh we <laughs> so I went in and uh I had discussed this and I don't know if I talked about it on the podcast before. We we may have uh we may have when we were talking to Vicky DeVries Rhymes with Cheese, uh, we'd mentioned how it'd be really funny if if Al could sign a poster to her uh with the uh, name Vicky DeVries Rhymes with Cheese.
1: The full thing and actually
0: write out. that the yeah. full thing written out. And uh I think at, at at the uh at one of the LA show or where was it? Uh, was it LA? Yeah, yeah it, it must have been LA. Uh, that that uh, that Vicky had uh, asked Al to, to to sign that, and there was a miscommunication between because you're talking through a mask and Al's talking through a mask, and there's a giant plastic sheet in between you, and you're <laughs> kind of relaying things to JW, and things get lost in translation occasionally, and there was confusion as to what Al should sign, so she did not end up getting getting her uh, poster signed. So I was like, well, I already have. I already have a poster signed by Weird Al. I'm gonna have other opportunities to to see Weird Al at, at VIP. So I I asked <laughs> Al if he would sign it to Vicky DeRees, Rhymes with Cheese. There was a little confusion as to what what what's going on here but uh (laughs) this time we were able i was able to clearly communicate my thoughts to jw who clearly communicated to al (laughs) so i ended up getting my poster signed to vicky de rhymes with cheese and then weird al's name and uh very happy i gave that to our friend uh jeff who will see vicky de rhymes with cheese before i will so hopefully he will (laughs) pass that along to her I uh, sent her a picture. She was very grateful to, to have that. So, uh, so, I, so that was my uh, my signing opportunity. Well, since, uh, I know uh, since I've gotten I know ch-
1: yeah, since I've gotten a couple posters at this point, I I try and think of something unique. I, Dave, I I did already give you my Daniel uh, Radcliffe idea. <laughs> so, yes. I, you know, I didn't want to do that again. So, I thought it would be really funny because I've seen Al do like these little face drawings that he does. Like I see it show up sometimes, and I've never oh, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gotten one of those or any kind of doodle from Al, so I thought it'd be funny if you vandalized my poster and like drew, you know, a mustache or eye patch or black the teeth out, you know, give him scars and tattoos. Like I was like, I, I just I want to see what Al does. I want Al to be creative and just you know express uh, his art. So um, when it was my turn, I said, um, Al, I would love if you could vandalize my poster. And Al <laughs> um, heard me fine. He goes. Okay, and very, very violently, he grabs the poster and just crumples it into a ball (laughs) and then goes, here you go. (laughs) It was –
0: so I know in the past couple episodes I've been doing uh, Dave's Pick of the Night, which was a a song lyric. Well, this is going to be the non-song version. This was definitely uh, Dave's Pick of the Night for Moment of the Night.
1: (laughs) Do you get a song
0: for that? I, 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 hope, for, I hope our intern, Frank, will play me well, a, my theme song well, for Frank that. Frank doesn't know. Well, Frank, come on. Get, get your... act. the night. So this is Dave's uh, pick of the night for, for moment of the night. This was incredible. I was so I was still in the still in the theater to witness this, and I wish there was video or I photo do too. evidence oh, of this. It was so funny. It was the most amazing thing because from my perspective, I heard you say, "Al, can you vandalize this?" He sort of looked like. Wait, did I hear that right? And I think maybe J.W. might have confirmed, confirmed that. Confirmed it, and then Al was like, "Okay," and just to see like the the joy in Al's face, the joy in like, of- <laughs> the
2: violence of the violence of
0: how how like violent and, and just like ex- like like I don't you mean I don't have to sign this? I don't have to personalize this? I can just have fun and like Al was like a a, a six year old kid yeah. again. It was amazing. <laughs> He's just having so much fun, just crumpling and te- tearing this, yeah. this poster up. And then he just hands it to JW, hands it to you. And the look on your face was like, what just happened? <laughs> I, was I was not laughing. expecting
1: that. It was so I, hilarious. Ja- Jackie course, was, I think. Of course. like yeah,
0: Jackie was still there. And she was laughing. And I think Jay, uh, maybe maybe Jeff and, yeah, and, I think Scott, and Scott were still there. in the, yeah. there. And they were <laughs> laughing. And just uh, JW was laughing. None of Al us expected was that. <laughs> just. It just.
1: It was and, and you it know it was the
0: moment of the night. It was Al, one of the, the the greatest moments. Al to obviously
1: knows me. He knows you know like if there was a little kid who asked, Al would not have done that. Al, you know, Al knows that I can take a joke and um, that I would appreciate that. And oh boy, did I! Oh, <laughs> it
2: was so oh, and funny. Yeah, but
0: just like the, there's like a, the tiniest little moment of hesitation, and then it was just full blown. Just. <laughs> crazy weird (laughs) six-year-old kid weird owl just going nuts on this poster it was amazing so it was it was i was so happy i was there to witness that it was one of the the greatest the greatest moments i've seen on tour
1: well then then the uh the question becomes you know of course (laughs) as a as a collector this is not going the garbage this is you know now no no this is now a prized possession that was you know artistically created by <laughs> al <laughs> so i was like how am i gonna get this home i can't like roll it in a tube because a it won't roll in a tube because <laughs> it's completely destroyed um but um dave you uh you put it in your, your suitcase and i haven't seen yeah. it yet um how did it, how did it make the journey home
0: Yeah. So for context, I actually, uh, normally, you know, for a trip like this, I might bring like a a carry on bag, uh, size, you know, and if I had done that, it wouldn't have fit it in my suitcase without having to fold it. Uh, however, um, on this trip, I had to pick up uh, a special something that, uh, Vicky DeVries rounds of cheese has been holding on for several years for me. Amazing uh, piece that, uh, she's been holding on for me. So I took this opportunity. I brought our, our really big, the biggest suitcase I own, I brought. Uh, so fortunately it was big enough that I could lay the poster flat in the suitcase, (laughs) uh, along with all the other stuff that I was bringing back. And I was like, well, I can do that. It's probably going to flatten out the, the poster. You were okay with that. Uh, because you know, it's, it still would have, it's still, you know, would have pretty much still looked right. like, uh, you know, you still would have been out. The talent had been vandalized. Uh, when I got it home and I opened up my suitcase, I took out the poster. Let me tell you, it looks almost exactly the same as <laughs> it was when you handed it to me. There's, it might be a little flatter. But somehow, just the, the amount of time was in the suitcase and, and you know the, the traveling and I guess the cushioning I had with the clothes and the other items I was bringing back uh, just really did not change the shape it is it's I put it you know somewhere where not that it matters where it won't get damaged anymore uh, I put it somewhere <laughs> safe. To protect it, uh, so it's it's waiting at it at my house for you for next time. Uh, we we get together in person, and you have a way to safely transport this home. But I think when you see it, you will be you will be happy with with it. It's 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 not exactly the way that Al handed it to you, but it is it is as close as you can hope for for traveling across the country. Well, you luckily
1: know. we took a bunch of pictures afterwards. Yeah, uh, there's a picture because Jeff got um, Jeff didn't want a poster, so he just got like a, he, he didn't need another signed one. So he just got an unsigned version. So there's a, a couple great pictures of Jeff and I posing with <laughs> <laughs> our unsigned posters with very yes. different results. <laughs> yep. So I don't, we should, yeah, I don't think yeah. we've posted that yet, but maybe that can be uh, what we post with, with um, this centimeter. That might be a good one. Uh,
0: I'm sure, I'm sure it all. I'm sure it'll get out there yeah. at some point.
2: Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> But yeah, I mean, after after you know, it was I don't know what happened to uh, to Anna and John because they seemed to have disappeared by by the time we got outside the theater. But it was me, you, Scott, Jackie, and uh... there, there
1: was a guy outside. I don't know if he was waiting for, for trying to <laughs> meet person. Al or something, but he saw my poster and, and he's like, "What happened?" <laughs> <laughs> Because he was, you know, you know, carefully holding his signed poster. You know, <laughs> I do wonder: was is my poster the first like destroyed poster of this tour? I can't imagine anyone else uh, had that. I can't
0: imagine. Yet. I can't imagine people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're we're very very fortunate that we we get to go to several different VIPs. I mean, the most people get to go to one VIP, if that. So I think you know, you know, the fact that being able to use that experience, you know, you, you get, you get a really nice poster that you're only going to be able to get. It's a VIP exclusive right. and, uh, and you're only going to be able to get weird Al signature, you know, uh, it's it, so I, I would think that, uh, that anybody, <laughs> anybody would just take the, the full, you know, try to keep that poster as mint condition as possible. Uh, you know, cause it, it is a really cool poster, amazing artwork and, and a, not not something that easily replaced. Uh, that yeah, I, I can't imagine that that anybody else has asked Alter to, to crumple his poster into a ball and and rip it up. And
1: I didn't ask him to do that. To be fair, <laughs> but um, yes, it is funny that um, well, most people would be trying as hard as possible to keep it from getting destroyed uh we wanted to keep it from getting undestroyed <laughs> yeah a,
0: definitely a cool moment definitely uh, my, my moment of the night for sure yeah.
1: <laughs> well after that uh you know we we got some photos with the uh the marquee which was all lit up and it was dark and it was really nice yeah and um we went back and we did not record yeah, long, this lot, episode. Our long
0: walk, <laughs> our long walk back to the car across yes. the, the street.
1: Oh, uh,
0: by that by that time, it still still was hot in Bakersfield, but it had cooled down a little bit because the sun was down. So at least it wasn't like Bakers hot there.
1: Baking field, yeah. baking
0: bake, yeah. So. So yeah, no it was uh, cool. It was a, little set, a fun mo- fun great way to end this little uh, leg of this little our little leg of this tour. Oh, absolutely. Uh, fun moment uh, seeing seeing amazing friends on this whole trip. This whole trip just at, just out I mean I'm so glad so so glad that that we went on this trip, just between everybody we got to see in Los Angeles, you know, just all of our friends and, and, you know, people we've listeners we've met for the first time at Santa Barbara, beautiful cities, Bakersfield, even though uh, everyone told us never not we shouldn't go there. No one goes to Bakersfield. It was still <laughs> an amazing experience. I'm so glad uh, we went. <laughs> it's all glad we went. Even our, our tribulation of almost running out of gas in the middle of uh, nowhere. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, r- rushing back to the airport only for uh, only for you to spend uh, twenty four hours oh, yeah. in oh, the airport. Uh, but uh, yeah, just overall, I mean, you know, putting all that stuff aside, just this trip was amazing. I'm so glad we got to do it. I'm so glad that you know you were there. We got to share it with you know you and Jackie. We got to spend some quality time with you know our, many of our friends. You know, Vicky Devries, Ryan Cheese, US Jeff, Kenneth. So many, <laughs> so many people. We got to spend some quality time with, and, and it's incredible, uh, great, great trip.
1: Yeah. So, and, and even um, with all the people we saw, we still missed a few people. Oh yeah, uh, I know. You know I was it's like, like it's it's crazy how many people we saw, and you know it is kind of difficult right. to to meet up with people. Especially if you've never met in person before and you, you don't fully know. Well, them. even like, yeah.
0: like even people we I've met before, like I, I've missed, you know, like, wait, you were in Los Angeles. How did I miss you? You know, right uh, it was, it was you know, certainly a few people I was like, even I even knew they were coming, even told me they were coming. And I was specifically looking for them. And I still wasn't able yeah. to, to meet up with them. So. I mean, certainly, you know, you can't see everybody, but I mean, the the number of people that we did get to see and and have fun with, and, and all four shows were incredible. The set lists were great for all of them. Yeah. Uh, so, for sure, this is a great trip, a very memorable trip. Very happy, happy we went. I'm happy too. And
1: and yeah. you know, um, it was gonna be that after this trip, the next <laughs> time I was seeing Al would be in uh, Minnesota for those two shows. Um, but Dave, I have added two more Ethan only shows because I just, (laughs) wow, can't get enough. (laughs) I'm going to be heading to, uh, Chicago and I'm going to be seeing Al, uh, both shows in Chicago. Uh, it was, you really, what, what pushed me overboard. I was so tempted because there's so many of our friends and other Weird Al fans and listeners that live in Chicago that I've a either never met or B have not seen very much of ever. And it was just like the opportunity to get to see those people, um, see some more Al shows. It just was too great for me. And so I'm going and I'm so excited.
0: Yeah, cool. So those two shows, uh, July 15th and July 16th at the symphony center orchestra hall in Chicago, Illinois, those are two Ethan only shows. You are going to have so much fun in Chicago. I mean, I've, I've been friends with with that Chicago uh, group of Weird Al fans for many, many years. Way back to the days of alt music, dot Weird Al and 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 IRC and stuff. And and I know we have so many other great you know new new friends that I, I haven't met out there. But you're gonna have so much fun at those shows. That's a great group. Uh, it's going to be just like uh, the shows in Los Angeles all over again. everywhere you turn you're going to see somebody <laughs> somebody that that you know and that you you know you get to share this this experience with you are going to have so much fun at those shows. I'm so jealous that I do not get to go to those shows with you uh, but I know you're going to have a great time yeah and those are those are good additions uh, and I'm glad that I'm glad you're able to make that work and fit in your schedule. yeah so you will have fun.
1: I just I couldn't and, wait uh, a whole month. Uh, so. <laughs> I know <laughs> I think so it's only like a week a... earlier <laughs> but um, yeah it's, it's going to be fun it is it, and, it, uh, it's,
0: yes and you'll be out in Chicago you'll you'll have fun uh, we do intend to uh, to also have uh, to do reviews of those so of uh, those will be our next two reviews as well uh, um, I'm also hopefully.
1: I haven't even done the math tape. I don't even know how many shows I'm going to at this point because they added a new one the one in uh, Santa Clarita, and I'm adding these, so I I have no idea.
2: Oh, I guess, yeah, I don't know if to. I said
1: this, but I'm going to the Santa Clarita one <laughs> that was added. Um, so I really have no idea how many I've seen, how many I'm going to. I'm just along for the ride. The very weird ride. <laughs>
0: yeah. Very so weird ride.
1: I, I think if we, Dave, if we sat down and we did the math, we could figure out how many we're each going to at this point and, and how many bonus episodes at least there will well, be. Well, yeah, I mean, but who knows?
0: Yeah, well, we're also we're also tossing around a couple others near the end of the tour. Right, so, right. I mean, there's still still. I mean, even though uh, we've said this on the very first episode that that our list is very fluid and uh, should be subject to change at any time for any reason, and it certainly has been. <laughs> yes. Uh, for for many different reasons, yes. we've added and deleted shows, uh, but uh, there's still possibility that we're going to add a couple more. Uh, which we both will be at, um, and then you definitely will be adding some Ethan only shows if you haven't already. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll 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 do our best to keep people up to date on the podcast and on these bonus episodes as to uh, what's going on. But yeah, I'm excited for you to to check that out in Chicago, and then I'm excited a week later or so you get to we get to meet back up in. Minnesota, Mankato, and Minneapolis and uh hopefully get show. a twine ball yeah. my birthday show, get a twine ball a visit in there. Check out our sponsors at Discover Darwin yes. and see how they're doing. And oh I'm so excited for, for that. I'm excited for you to check out Chicago and report all back. There's so much to do in Chicago. Maybe you'll get to ooh, maybe you'll get to ride the Jackson Park Express.
1: Ooh, I hope so.
0: <laughs> or I wonder if uh, I wonder if Al would make an exception and put a. Uh, it seems like his set list is pretty much uh, uh, been set as far as the songs that he's has. But I mean, a, it would be a great opportunity a to put a Jackson Park put Jackson <laughs> Park Express into the uh, set list. That wouldn't be necessarily a bad thing. I think that, that would awesome. go over well with the uh, Chicago audience. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, we've managed to somehow uh, speak for two hours again, so... Uh,
1: well, just think, Dave, it would have been four hours if we recorded uh, I know. the night after. I at know.
0: Least, at least it's not like four, four o'clock in the morning. Right. Uh, <laughs> Unless you're listening to this at four o'clock in the morning, then it is for you. (laughs) We can't. For us, it's not four o'clock. For us, it's not four o'clock in the morning. Uh, But but yeah, we're excited. These are fun fun to do. I want to
1: give a a shout out to the people who are listening to the Centimeter episodes. I mean, we know that these are not necessarily going to be for everyone. Some people don't want to hear spoilers, (laughs) some people don't want to hear us review a show 500 (laughs) times. Uh, But I've been getting a lot of really nice feedback from our listeners about how much they enjoy these and they listen at work or on their ride and it's just it's nice to have extra Dave and Ethan and Weird Al goodness in their lives so shout out to everyone uh, who is listening to these and you know yeah there are a lot of people listening you're not alone but it's just Dave and I wonder sometimes (laughs) if anyone's gonna listen to this stuff and we're really happy that you do
0: yeah for sure i've been hearing the same feedback definitely uh certainly people will come up with saying how much they enjoy the centimeter episode I really appreciate that we also really appreciate the the fact that you do enjoy these because they are a lot different than the normal format of our inch episodes. They are certainly uh they're certainly a lot raw a lot more raw and definitely uh Definitely very little to no editing going on, as you can tell, obviously, by listening. It's just Ethan and I sitting down and and chatting like like we would anyway if we had seen a show, except we're putting it on a... You know, we talk all about the show. We're putting it on uh, on a podcast format for you guys to enjoy, for you all to enjoy. So, so yeah. So, uh, I'm glad you're. I'm glad everyone. If you have listened this far and you continue to listen, and you know the next seventy two or so that we're going to do, because (laughs) Ethan's (laughs) going to keep adding more and more shows. If you can listen to all those, uh, thank you. And even if you've just listened to one, and this is the only one you're listening to, thank you. I mean, anything. We appreciate every one of our
1: listeners a lot. That was Dave and Ethan's 2,000-inch Weird Al podcast, Ridiculously Self-Indulgent, bonus episode, 24 Centimeter.
2: So
0: I got in my car and I drove over to the donut shop and I walked up to the guy behind the counter and he
1: says, Yeah, what do you want?
0: I said, you got any Dingleberry
1: Donuts? No, we're out of Dingleberry Donuts.
0: Well, you got any dingleberry
1: donuts? No, we're out of dingleberry donuts. You got any dingleberry donuts? Wait a minute, I'll go check. No, we're out of dingleberry donuts.
0: Well, in that case, what do you have?
1: All I've got right now is this box of one dozen starving crazed red rumped agoutis.
2: Okay, I'll take that.